0: Opinions expressed on ACB Radio are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect views held by the American Council of the Blind its elected officials or its staff.
1: Welcome everyone to uh, Sagebrush 2021. Um the facilities look a little different here they may resemble your homes but uh, or your offices but welcome. Uh we've got Dan lined up to start off the meeting here but I first wanted to say welcome and um we're so glad you're all here. We have a fantastic lineup. I'll be talking about uh what's up uh for Sagebrush this year coming up shortly here but um Dan if you're ready I think
2: we'll we'll start off in my life, though. Okay. Uh, thank you, Scott, and, and welcome everyone to our uh, Sagebrush uh, Annual Board of Directors meeting. We will get started in a moment, but I'd like to welcome everyone and uh, wish you all a happy President's Day and hope that everyone uh, was very successful um, Valentine's Day yesterday and, and spent the entire day with uh, your favorite Valentine. With that, I think we'll get started with our board of directors meeting, and uh, there may be delay in some getting on, but we'll we'll um, ask uh, Donna to call the roll. Is Donna? On? Artist, can you call the roll?
3: Dan Sippel here. Okay, Richard obviously is not here. He's still recuperating. Our um, Donna Salager. I uh, probably not here yet. Um, Artist Basin, I'm here. Uh, Terry Cammerdale. Okay. Uh, Linda Allison. I'm here. Um, Karen Blachowicz. I'm here. Scott Egan. I am here. Okay. John Fox. Okay. George Matthews.
2: George may be a little late.
3: Oh, okay, Norman Oda. I know he called me this morning and was asking about the procedure uh, for doing the Zoom. And, uh,
4: so. so you do have two people, Woody, Woody Matthews. Okay. Is is he a board member? Yes. yes. Okay, yes. I'll ask him to unmute then. And, and then, then we no. have.
3: Hello.
4: I'm here. We have a, we have a 205 okay, great. area code. Thank you. Artists, okay, Herbert, five. Redu,
3: um, Herbert Redu. Herbert um, Redu. 205 might be Michael Talley. He's not on the board, but he's board liaison. Okay,
4: okay. would you like me to unmute him?
3: Um, that's fine. And then Miles um, Tamashira.
4: Okay, we have Norman O.
3: Okay, great.
4: Allow unmute, unmute him. Yes. Okay. You can unmute. And then all.
3: Miles Tamashira.
4: He is on the panel side.
3: Okay, great. And is Herbert redo here? Oh advise nice. that should be it.
2: And others maybe, uh, um, the others may join us, may be some technical difficulties getting through. It will, we have a forum, so we'll get started. Um, we do in a timely manner. And we, Did everyone receive a copy of the minutes from their last board meeting? Yes. Yeah.
5: Um,
3: I found one correction that should be made. Uh, the conference is the 15th through the 18th instead of the 13th. Um, okay. But otherwise I thought everything looked our way. Okay. And I'll make a motion to accept as corrected.
2: I'll I will second. I okay, we have a motion and a second. Uh, all those in favor signify by saying aye. Aye.
3: Aye. Aye.
2: aye. aye. All those opposed, same sign. Okay. Um, Treasurer's report, did everyone receive a copy of the Treasurer's report sent out earlier? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes.
6: We did, at this time, I'll make a motion to accept the Treasurer's report as distributed.
2: I'd like to okay. second. We will motion a second to accept the Treasurer's report as distributed. All those in favor, signify by saying aye. 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 Those opposed, same sign okay we'll move into um, committee reports and uh, with uh, awards at uh, herbert i haven't heard herbert come on yet herbert's uh, uh our awards chair committee so we can always come back to that if if need be and uh, likewise with our bingo terry Camerdell as you all are aware our bingo hall and he'll give us a report on our um bingo but um it, when he gets on as you probably probably aware terry uh quite a few of our um people in louisiana have uh, been afflicted with COVID and have recovered and have and have since a couple of them have come down with um severe pneumonia cases you know, several months after recovery from COVID. so playing a little havoc with us but we will get through but uh, Bingo Hall uh, has been doing. You know, they opened up in July, and it's uh, you know been doing quite well, considering the thing that you know that they're uh, limit with the limitations on occupancy and so on, and so forth. And so uh, it's doing well. But due to the weather conditions, stuff down there, they closed the Bingo Hall uh, today and tomorrow. And that's probably in line with um the covid and stuff i think that's good because they you know as you all know they canceled mardi gras and that that's a you know pretty tragic thing for uh, new orleans to cancel mardi gras uh okay so we'll come back to that if terry is well enough to get back on the phone uh, constitution and bylaws artists do we have anything going there
3: um yes um, I'm not sure how business is going to be conducted this summer yet. Um, uh, but if we are allowed to conduct business, um, we'll put it in the April vendor scope and you can submit, uh, bylaws up until, um, you know, convention and we can bring forward any ones that you want us to discuss, but they do have to be in the vendor scope in the June 1st issue. Cause we expect them 30 days in advance so if you are thinking of some make sure you um, have those to me by um, beginning of may
2: okay so if anyone has any um, alt, uh, additions or corrections or whatever for the constitution bylaws uh, well we we don't have by we got Cost all enrolled into constitutions so if you feel any change the need to be for constitution please to get them into myself and artists as soon as you can
3: uh, by the way, I got a call from Donna. Um, I couldn't answer because I'm on Zoom on this phone and my husband's on her landline right now. Uh, but she did try to call me, so I don't know if she was having a struggle or not. But as soon as he gets off the other line, I'll give her a call.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we'll get her on. Okay. Um, next uh, agenda item in our convention, I'll turn over to Scott Egan, our convention committee chair. Scott?
1: All right. Well, thank you, Dan. I, nothing much going on here. Just hanging out on zoom. I just, just uh, welcome everyone. Uh, first off, I, I, I want to thank the committee that's helped me put this together. Uh, this has been a very unique, uh, training experience. Um, certainly we know what's happened in the world in the last year. Um, it's amazing to me to think about the fact that, uh, one year ago, we were in Las Vegas, where it was warm and sunny. Um, I'm now here, where it's sunny, but I'm not going to say warm. But mm-hmm. um, uh, we're just glad to have you folks here. Just so appreciative that you you joined us for this week. I uh, hope you can take away some really good nuggets. Uh, there's really a great bunch of things going on. Uh, I do have some highlights I'd like to mention. Uh, so give me one second here. Okay, so. Uh, today, I want to, oh, I'm sorry, I want to point out some highlights of the convention for this week. So you've got some things to keep in mind. So today, after we finish with our board meeting, we're going to be showing a few videos from a few of our sponsors. And then we're going to go into a meet and greet. And it's going to give a chance for everybody to find out who's here. And uh, also, I've got some uh, special things in mind that I'm going to be presenting. Uh, we're going to be talking a little bit about some music. We're going to play a little bit of trivia and I've got some interesting questions for you. And, uh, we're going to have a lot of fun. I hope we'll have a lot of fun with that. Tuesday, Tuesday we will be having, um, we're going to, our our feature presenter on Tuesday is going to be Chris Farrell. Chris is from Minnesota public radio news. Uh, he's also a, a contributor to, um, a number of different programs. He does his own podcast, Uh, very interesting person. Chris Farrell will come on and talk about the economy. Uh, He's gonna be asking uh, what we wanna talk about on the economy and I've got a couple of questions for him, but certainly uh, anybody who's got a question who'd like me to ask Chris to keep the conversation going, that would be awesome, so please send it to me. so yeah, we're looking forward to that. That's going to be our, definitely our big highlight on Tuesday. Also on Tuesday, we're going to be having the SLA roundtable. So, uh, for those folks, we'll be looking forward to, uh, seeing what comes of the SLA meeting on Wednesday. Uh, let's see, Wednesday, the highlight, um, uh, how to successfully use the RS 15 form, which, um, I'm very anxious to dig into that and find out maybe some things that I don't know. I've been around for a long time and I'm sure a lot of you have heard about all of this, but sometimes we can unlock some of those nuggets that we maybe didn't think a whole lot about. But, uh, so we've got, uh, uh, let's see, we've got Kathy wrote, uh, from the uh, Iowa department for the blind doing a presentation for us. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. And, um, uh, also, we've got the uh, state chairs roundtable on Wednesday. So uh, that, that's always a fascinating conversation. Uh, be looking forward to what comes of that meeting as well. Uh, there'll be some good discussion there. Uh, Thursday, we're looking for the uh, uh, Annie Walters. It's going to be here to discuss uh, what's new with Social Security and Medicare. And uh, I, I've had a chance to work with her. With Annie, and she's a very, very good speaker. Uh, very knowledgeable about uh, anything Social Security, and uh, I'm really looking forward to her presentation. It's going to be very good. And then Thursday, as we get ready to close out, we're going to be having a fabulous auction. We've got a lot of great things. I'm going to stand up here. One of the items we're going to have, if for anybody who uh, has sight, I'm uh, have my sagebrush rsva uh sweatshirt on um my wife is a embroiderer and we are prepared to make you a rsva sagebrush shirt or um sweatshirt whatever you prefer uh we've got everything from food items to gift cards to cast iron cookware happens to be one of my new favorite things these days so uh we're really looking forward to that and uh Dan, I think that I've covered about everything here that uh, is a highlight. So looking forward to being all being with you all this week,
2: and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. So thank you. Thank you, Scott. It's just uh, so invigorating uh, to work with such an energetic uh, convention committee. And under Scott's leadership, we always find um, new and creative, uh, exciting things to talk about. You know, COVID is going to be, you know, a leading topic this year, obviously, but uh, we will be discussing, you know, many options uh, as we put COVID in our room mirrors and put it in history books. And as we all are aware, you know, history is very important to us. So we will be frequently looking back, uh, whether it be virtually or not, we'll be looking back in kind Exactly what that worked in the past, what, uh, what didn't work, the why it didn't will work on uh, something in the future, because as um, we you know readjust to the new business world, new uh, business model out there, uh, as we reopen our locations or get back into normal operations with our locations.
3: So, um, can uh, you also ask um, board members if they come in late, if they'd raise their hands so they can join us in the panel?
2: Yeah. yeah if we have any board members that come in late uh, on the attendee side, if you raise your hand, uh, we'll unmute you. And
1: we'll put you over to the panel side.
2: Yep. Okay. Uh, and you know, Again, it's going to be an exciting week. And uh, like Scott mentioned, uh, a very... Uh, le- learnable um, you know as we always like to say, you know we're here to to learn unlearn, relearn and um, so we'll always be uh, looking forward as to uh, new innovation and I think you're going to see a lot of interesting things this week, you know particularly from our, our sponsor we're so grateful for our sponsors and our exhibitors is um, the technology side of the vending and uh, micro market has really evolved in uh, rapid, rapidly in, in adapting to the, the COVID world uh, as far as touchless and everything else. So there's a lot of technology that um, is currently available to us that may not have been available to us if it wouldn't have been for COVID. Uh, it just um, pushed the fast forward But So we'll hope, hopefully get a good preview of all that this week. And also I'd like to mention, we will be holding our, um, annual convention virtually again in, in july uh in which you know unfortunately we can't do it face to face and we'll be um you know hopefully putting on a and we'll be hearing a little bit more about possible possible fall training session we'll hear that towards the end of our agenda so with that uh welcome and uh you know i guess keep your ears open because i can assure you you even though we're not face to face, you will be learning something and maybe relearning something. Okay, um, our credentials. Uh, Terry is not on with us yet. Terry handles our uh, the treasurer handles our credentials, but the credentials committee basically, um, you know, is for our affiliates. As far as our vote count um, for when we attend uh, the ACB uh, business side of things. Our credentials are very critical for the uh, votes that we can cast uh, at the ACB convention. And if finance and budget, that we pretty much covered that we already you know, we approved the finance report, so we're pretty well set there. Um, historian, we currently don't have a historian um, the, you know, since um, the people that been around since the birth of. Um, RSVA and sagebrush uh, have since passed, unfortunately. So, if anyone would like to uh, take on that role of historian, it would surely be appreciated. Um, we've got a, a lot of publication we put out over the last fifty years, and I think that would be a valuable asset as um, as we continue to recruit um, the new and uh, and younger generations uh, into a very viable. Um, program legal um
1: can i jump in for a quick second you bet scott um one thing i i we've had a lot of moving pieces happening today or this week this last couple weeks to put this convention together and I, i i don't have all the answers but i want folks to know that we're if if it's not done and i'd have to ask artists if this has happened yet but um One thing I'd like to see us do is to um, maybe as even part of the historian would be to post pictures uh, from other conventions uh, up on our website. I'd I'd really like to see us have some photos up there uh, from especially the recent years. We don't seem to have anything up. And uh, that's something that we're working on is getting, getting a place for people to share those photos. Because when we're in person, it's so important to have a record of those memories that we make meeting each other and having a good time. So I just wanted to bring that up. Thank you, Dan.
2: Thank you. Thanks, Scott. Thanks for bringing that up. uh, Refreshing my memory on that. Um, Okay. Um, Legal. um, There hasn't been a lot going on in legal last few months. We, uh, you know, monitor things as best we can and, um, you know, we'll,
3: Keep both and Jeff yeah. may be on the Jeff may be on the line too but is, he would have yeah. to be on meter too
2: is Jeff Tom on if Jeff is on can you unmute can you unmute Jeff
3: um, or just raise his hand
2: yeah Yeah. if you need to raise your hand if you're on the board you please.
3: because he was asking me about it and I told him that he'd have to raise his hand so
2: Jeff are you on
7: this is Donna I'm on Oh great, Donna. I, I, Glad you can make it. Yeah. Uh, will you continue to take notes? Oh, the, no problem. I'm sorry.
2: <clears throat> okay. Not hearing from Jeff. Um, if if Jeff is able to get on, we'll we'll come back to him. Uh legislative uh, legislative committee. <coughs> you know, you, Rocky uh oh, yeah. taking on another responsibility. So um I I just like to yeah. um, Okay. Note, I'm uh, actually here, uh Dan, oh. if you want. Okay, yes, yeah. yeah, yeah
4: sorry. Yeah, and yes. You're, unfortunately, you're pretty much right. We haven't heard too much in terms of you know legal cases, uh whether it's the Department of Defense or anything major, I haven't really heard very
2: much, but maybe that's just as well because it's probably not a good time. You're right. There's, there's too many, too many other things going on that are so yeah unknown to us. Well, thank, yeah. thank you, Jeff. And, uh, and, and Jeff, you know, Tom, our uh, legal advisor, you know, uh, is feeling, you know, in, in the absence of Bob Humphries, Bob, and just as a quick mention, Bob is, um, doing quite well considering always been through, you know, uh, you know, Lost his wife Natasha, and then his uh, his stroke and his uh, brain, stem, brain stem bleed and stuff. He's we had him at seed Brush last year, and he's quite quite remarkable. Okay, legislatively, um, you know, we anyone would like to take on the chair of that committee would be more than welcome. But uh, just uh, I'd like to personally, and uh, as well as on behalf of the entire board of directors. Thank everyone um, for the recent addition to the Cares Act, where they uh, give our program twenty million dollars. That it's unprecedented that this program was ever allocated any uh, funds um, from the federal uh, budget. And you know, I just want to—we've talked about this dozens of times over the years. That you know, we often are asked to uh, you know call to action. And, so, and then we sign petitions and we sign and send form letters boilerplate letters whatever and them are so critical we make phone calls we leave voicemails and them are all very critical uh, but the feedback i got this time around from uh, various legislative contacts is that uh, is that what is most impactful uh, we need those we need those phone calls those text messages those emails and those uh, form letters, boilerplate, we need those to continue. They're very important. But uh, the most impactful uh, are the hand of the, the personal letters. When you write to your uh, congressional leaders and tell them about your personal story and why you feel a certain issue is so critical, them are read. The, the petitions are filed and they mean a lot. Form letters are, are you know tabulated and they mean a lot, but when you hit them with a personal story, that impacts them. in that uh, you know it's it's almost it's almost as good as a personal visit a handshake with them. So I like to really commend all those that took the um, valuable time and wrote a personal letter to their legislator or made uh, or to their legislative uh, aid them really made a difference the feedback i got over that 20 million dollars that was allocated to the program and uh, it works the system does work and we just have to you know work with it and so thank you all for that and let's uh let's just keep the word out there that anytime it's called action we've got to sign the petitions we've got to say, send the form letters boilerplate letters and, but Make the phone calls, leave the voice messages, uh, send emails, but write that personal letter. It's just so impactful. And, you know, until COVID breaks, then we can go back to a face-to-face visit and meet our legislators when they're home on the road and the campaign trail. That uh, is quite remarkable how legislators tend to remember us. They're they're as good at remembering people. If they meet someone once, they remember them for life. And uh, so you get to shake their hand a few times, and you will always be embedded in their mind. Okay.
6: Dan. This is Karen. Yes, Karen. You're looking for a legislative chairperson. Yes. I'll volunteer to take that on. I'm more than happy to do it.
2: Thank you. You. It is. Thank you. And uh, so now we now we can have someone help us monitor that and work closely. Um, with our, you know, Leslie, and we, you know, NCSEB is very powerful, uh, very well organized, uh, and we'll be hearing from them tomorrow. And NCSEB, the June McDonald, a very, very extremely knowledgeable person. And we, in uh, there's but there's certain things NCSEB can do, but there are certain things they can't do. There are certain things that we as RSVA can do. There's certain things we can do, so it's really to our advantage to, uh, to really follow Katrina's and and CNCB's, um leadership in monitoring legislative issues and uh, whatever else it takes to make our program better and to, to grow our program. So that all goes along with um, legislative issues is just building that, keeping that relationship, building that relationship with Katrina and NCsab and you know. You know, see you know, your success is all depends upon the people you surround yourself with and uh in knowledge is is power and and, see and cscb is loaded with it so okay thank thank you Karen.
6: you're welcome and just to follow up a little bit if i may i will be sending an email out asking for people who are interested in being on a legislative committee um for our SBA. so I'd like everybody to take some time, think about it, <clears throat> feel free to reach out and call me to find out everything that would really be involved in doing it. Um, and under Dan's guidance and expertise, um, I'm sure we can grow this committee and be a, a very huge success moving down the line.
1: Uh, Mr. President, uh, yes. Scott here, I, I would like to as well sign up for that. I'd be I, more than delighted to serve on that committee. The, the, the legislative work is some of the most important work that we do, and
2: I, I'd like to be a part of that. Me too. Thank you, Scott, that, that just uh, we get uh, a couple of key key players here that uh, can really, you know, help us out and in, in they in the are familiar with working with um, legislators and so on and so forth. And I, I think possible.
8: And could you add me to the committee as
2: well? that Linda? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yes. You betcha. Thank you, Linda.
7: You're this is welcome. Donna. Yes, Donna. Um, I would be glad to serve on that committee.
2: It's perfect. Perfect. Thank you. And and this is Miles. You can put me on too. <laughs> okay. Thank you.
7: Thank you all
6: so much.
2: Yeah. And and I guess it really yeah. Uh, it's it's. As board of directors, it's that's part of our mission is to monitor yeah. and promote um, things to make uh, our program better and yeah you know, to sustain it. Dan, yes,
3: um, I just want to remind everyone that next week is the ACB legislative seminar, and I think it's good to um, join that and to register for that conference. They're accepting registrations. Until tomorrow is the last day you can register for the ACB uh, uh, mid year meetings, and then that would include yeah. just the president's meeting as well as a legislative <laughs> seminars. So
8: it's only $20, and um, it,
2: it's money, money, well, if it's what you'll gain a lot more knowledge in $20. With Yeah, uh, that just reminds me of a story uh, of an old sheriff when I used to work in law enforcement in you know, the sheriff one of the counties um east to me here when before he was sheriff when he's on patrol duty he'd stop somebody that citation or a ticket and he says you know education costs money and by God you just bought some and so I think you know for 20 bucks we're getting an awful lot of education you know through uh, through ACB what
6: we do and if I can just piggyback a little some of the trainings that they do you know really helps teach and and guide you and how to speak with your representatives or your legislators so um, i've never regretted going to dc and um, this year with it being virtual it's really easy you can listen to all the seminars from the comfort of your recliner at home in the warmth the key part yes can you hear me
2: Yes, Woody. Yes, Woody. I just want. You're breaking up, Woody. Woody's on on the road on his way home from his his location, uh, so he's uh, in in transit. So it probably lost the yeah. cell, cell coverage there. Let, let,
1: let's let's catch him in a few minutes again
2: here. All right,
4: yeah. Dan. This is Tice. I just need to ask: Is is um? Is Norman O a part of your board? Yes. yes. Okay, I'll promote him over. Norman, please leave your hand up.
2: Okay, um, move on to uh, membership uh, committee. We currently get another committee we don't have, but Artis has been doing so well because Artis serves as um, membership chair for ACB and, uh, you know, and ACB is a very valuable uh, part of our organization. So uh, we've kind of relied upon artists for that, as we do so many things. Uh, just, you know, a nice big shout out for artists uh, for all the time and effort she had, her dedication commitment commitment uh, that she has for RSV as well as ACB.
3: Yes, if anyone has not paid their dues this year, they are due to us um, no later than uh, March 1 so that we can get them into ACB before March fifteen. And you can pay your dues online um, on the uh, randolph shepherdorg website. There is a join link where you can fill it in and pay online. And if you have trouble with that, you can give me a call and I can take your credit card and handle it. Um, It's only $10. And if you belong to an RSVA um, chapter affiliate, Obviously, you can join through them as well, so that's kind of up to you. But um, one of the biggest benefits of joining RSV is our excellent publication, the Vendorscope magazine, which comes out quarterly. And we send it to everyone in our database once a year in December so that they can get the yeah. application is in that issue, plus they can get information about Sagebrush. But the other three issues are sent to uh, members. So uh, please remember that it's an um, inexpensive price to uh, join RSVA. Yeah,
2: thank, thank you, artists Thank you. And, and, and you know, the um, you know, membership is valuable to us, and it gives you uh, a voice. You know, uh, we we listen to everybody. Everybody, but uh, uh, you know, it's just a nominal fee you know, to pay the dues and and to be, to make sure you're counted. Okay, national accounts, um, uh, there really isn't a lot going on there this year. Um, As you know, the um, convenience service industry has been severely impacted, um, uh, almost know right down there with uh, the worst of the lot of industries. And, um, you know, so a lot of, our suppliers and manufacturers have uh, severely reduced their uh, marketing budgets and so on and so forth but we were fortunate that um you know many many of them found uh, a way to help support our sagebrush training conference and continue supporting us in our um, endeavors in business uh, but just be aware that you know uh, there's um less available uh, resources uh in in the entire industry um micro markets are, are you know they have been expanding and growing for for a long time and uh they uh, will continue to to flourish uh, you know uh, uh post uh, COVID here and, uh, and I, th- I think a lot of us will be taking part in that um in several of them are going international you know are they're, uh, they're putting their kiosk around the world so i think it's you know quite well worth it okay um pl- um planning artists anything there
3: uh one one thing that we really need to do is um, add to our planning document and i'll circulate that document among the board as what it was what it is currently, but it needs to be expanded and um, include more information about the conferences so that if some of us aren't around, then f- someone else can follow us and know exactly the steps to that need to happen in planning both the summer convention with ACB as well as the sagebrush conferences. So, I would like input on that. And obviously, if anyone would like to assist in revamping that, please let me know because, um, the more people that have participated in conferences in the past can, can make sure that we don't forget any of the steps involved. That would be really helpful to move that document forward.
1: And, and especially this year with, with, uh, the uniqueness of this conference, um, certainly we need to document some of the steps we took up for this one as well, because it's been a very different animal than the last number of them have been.
2: Okay. Yes, uh, and again, uh, uh, it's unbelievable, uh, you know, we are able to get this done, uh, they're, they're just ex- extreme uh, leadership uh, brought by the convention committee. and. You know, ACB Radio, under the guidance of Rick Moore and, and uh, Tyson Ernst, just phenomenal. Uh, they really made this flow for us. And we're being broadcast, streamed live over ACB Radio, which is worldwide. So uh, all week we'll be, um, you know, on, on uh, Zoom, but it will be broadcast live over ACB Radio uh, worldwide. And then there will be podcasts. Developed afterwards, that be archived, so we can go back and review any of the presentations um, uh, on it. Infinity. Okay, um, artists. I guess the next three uh, item, the agenda items, are yours as well. The, um, uh, what do we got here? Publications, public relations, and resolutions. OK, <laughs> <laughs> see, we we lean, we lean heavily on artists
3: <laughs> and I'd really appreciate more members for those committees. Um, I, I as far as publications go, um, Marie Keane has been real good about doing interviews of different board members and uh, people that we've asked her to do interviews for. And that's been really helpful. And she's also written articles on some of the sagebrush topics as well. So that, you know, helped us uh, to get more information into the Vendorscope magazine. And I'd welcome anyone that would like to assist in either getting articles in, um, reviewing the issue. I currently use um, my reader to actually look through things to catch things that I can't catch um, visually, obviously. And so if you or um, a friend of yours that might be interested in helping with the Venterscope, please let me know. That would be extremely helpful. Also, as far as public relation goes, um, I could use assistance there. Um, We are on Facebook and um, it would be, uh, we're on LinkedIn, but, um, you know, there's only so much one person can do. So if we can have other people that would be willing to post things on those, please let me know and I can add another admin person on there. So if you're interested in assisting with that, that would be very helpful. Um, As far as other public relations, we did um, do, um, uh, right up last year, we wrote up a simple brochure that we could use when we went to different events to tell about RSVA and what we're all about. And we used that when we um, did some booths um, last year. Of course, this past year, we weren't able to do that because of the COVID. But in typical years, we try to attend you know, a few conferences and bring some of our vendor scopes and uh, our brochure as well as um, sagebrush documents to highlight. So if anyone's interested in assisting, you know, please do let me know. And Karen, I think you wanted to say something in regards to PR.
6: Um, Just to remind everybody that as the world starts to open up, um, any of us um, on the board are willing to travel and come and speak at your conventions, um, not just in person but virtually. We're more than willing to do that. All you got to do is send us an invite, and um, I know um, artists and Scott, myself, and, and the rest of us can can talk forever. So just send us an invite. <laughs> We're more than willing <clears throat> to come and talk about RSVA and the uh, Randolph Shepherd Program and all the benefits um, out there. Um, so for all those listeners, please remember we are here and we all love to talk, so. <laughs>
3: <clears throat> okay, then resolutions. Uh, resolutions again, um, we're waiting till the president's meeting to hear about how we can conduct business this year. And um, if that's available, uh, we can always do resolutions also. Um, Sending a resolution to the board and the board can always take up a resolution. If you have something that uh, you have of interest that needs to be addressed um, nationally, Uh, we'd appreciate getting those as well. And I think that's it, Dan.
2: Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Hey, Dan. (laughs) Yes, Scott. Uh,
1: I see Woody's back. Do you want to try and connect with Woody again here? Because we lost him
2: before. Oh, Woody, are
9: you you within range? I believe so, Dan. We're definitely out in the middle of no place, so you'll have to forgive that. But uh, I I just wanted to let Karen know that I'm very interested in participating with the legislative uh, initiative group, and I'll do whatever I can. In Florida, we've chosen to be part of the Florida Council of the Blinds initiative with uh, the legislature as well and we'll be uh, joining them on that side so i encourage any of our other state affiliates to do the same
2: thank, thank you buddy and that just that as a reminder too um one of the legislative imperatives for acb is assistive technology and uh you know they've got, got, always got some excellent imper- but i think assistive technology really touches home with many of our members. Uh, we all, you know, being we're employed, sometimes it's difficult uh, to get assistive technology, you know, for us, um, high partial, low partial, low partial. we need a lot of assistive, not even the totally blind, we need the um, you know, uh, jaws and so on and so forth. So I think if we can help ACB advance the assistive technology feature in Medicare, you know, that would be a big boon to just what all of our, if not all of our, our membership, you know, that uh, help get Medicare to, you know, I, I couldn't begin to tell you how many thousands of dollars I, I personally spent over uh, on assistive technology magnifiers and uh, closed circuit TVs and, and uh, software or whatever else. And I'm sure I'm not alone in that. I know. So everybody buys some form of, assist- so if we get Medicare assistance on that, with the uh, help ACB get that through in legislation that uh, would be, you know, a boost to the entire blindness community. Okay. Um, ways and means. Karen Blatowicz has, uh, you know, agreed to take that on for us. And I think she'll give us a little highlight of what she's been up to.
6: I will sure. do that if someday a few folks get my last name correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my last name is pronounced Blackowitz. It's it's not hard, guys. Anyway, <laughs> um, so fundraising and and different things like that. It's a new world we're living in. So we've been um, working very hard on coming up with some new ideas. Um, but I really, really want to feature this auction at uh, the end of um, our programming this week, um, Scott has been working very hard um getting the description list out and together and him and I will be co-hosting um with the exception of when I want to bid on something and then I'll have to step back for a minute but uh there's a lot of great things out there and um we're excited to to bring you this auction virtually when we get to meet in person again um things might have a little bit of a different look and I don't want to tip my hand on everything, but just a lot of exciting things in the works and and coming down the pike.
2: Thank you, Karen. And, and just you know, as a footnote, we I I think we're all aware you know Blackowitz name, but um, we haven't been able to educate Siri and Alexa on it. Every time we uh, hear you come across, it's Blatowitz. You, know? so <laughs> you know, but we all we all know you as Karen. We all know you as Karen. <laughs> But someday we'll get Syrian Luxa educated. We'll,
6: we'll we'll definitely do that. Karen B works too. Can't pronounce it. Karen B works.
2: Scott, you had something to say? Yes, you, you up. No, no, I uh, no, I, I um, since I
1: since I guess I'm here, I I will say I'm going to change my mind. Yes. Um. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to the auction. I really am looking forward to Karen and I co-hosting. I think this is going to be a lot of fun for folks. Um, I know, I think I'm pretty safe to say Karen might be a bit of a character. And you all know me, I am a little bit of a character. So you put two little bits of a character together. You've got kind of a character there. So uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun. We've got a lot of great items on that auction. We've got 20 items available for purchase on that auction. Um, like I mentioned before, everything from, uh, this wonderful sweatshirt I'm wearing, um, with the, uh, RSVA Sagebrush logo attached to it to, um, some wonderful food items some gift cards uh oh just cast iron everybody's stuck at home now and doing all these unique and different things that we maybe haven't done in
6: the past if you have what about my afghan experience yeah (laughs) we got that too donna okay yep we're very excited about it and um scott if you well, I want to go ahead and finish and then I'll just jump in again. Go ahead. No,
1: I, I think I've I've pretty much covered what I need to cover. So go ahead, Karen.
6: So I just want to remind everybody that this this auction, like Scott said, you know, a little bit of character on his end, a little bit of character on my end. It's going to be one heck of a uh, a show for you people. And, um, you know, one of the things I want you to remember, we're all vendors. We're laid back, easygoing, uncomplicated, fun people. So uh, no stiff upper oh. lips during the auction. We're all going to just relax and have a good time.
1: If I make my air quotes, fun. That's the thing. We, we <laughs> will have fun.
2: OK. Uh, new business, or is there um, any unfinished business <laughs> you need to tackle? <laughs> OK, hearing none, we'll move on to new business. Um, the uh, fall training, there's uh, uh, a groundswell of support for a fall training conference. Um, you know, hopefully we can uh, get carried off uh, in a uh, in, uh, face-to-face fashion so we can uh, get to shake each other's hand and, and get a little more familiar with uh, different aspects of our, our group and, and our businesses. Uh, Karen, can you give us a little uh, highlight of what your thoughts are on the fall training?
6: Sure. Um, I'm really pleased that that RSVA is is putting in a a mid-year, fall, uh, halfway through the year, whatever you want to call it, um, (laughs) training. Uh, The world definitely looks a little different right now. And... um, you Know some of the things we're going to be focusing on is you know, at that point, things are going to be reopened. We're, we're hoping, and the new ways of doing business, the new technology that's out there, um, new ways of staying safe moving forward. So, we don't or can prevent getting into a crisis situation, um, like we're all facing right now, uh, but just in a lot of um, interest. Um, an overwhelming, actually, amount of interest in the mid-year training uh, from RSVA, um, with different displays and sponsors, and um, many, many informative conferences. Um, and and what's what's going to be really nice about this is um, it's going to be a little shorter. It's going to be a compact version of of what you're used to seeing um, with RSVA, but. I can guarantee that, um, it'll be very informative. And of course, because I, I am going to be one of the co-hosts along with Scott. Again, you got the character character mix there. So how can it not be fun and informative?
1: Right, Karen, can I, can I jump in a little bit here? Absolutely. Uh, Yeah. So uh, just to let folks know that this is not going to replace sagebrush, Um, I can tell you from the upper Midwest boy here, uh, we need to make that venture to the West Coast in February. We really need to do that because I need to thaw out folks, I really do. But um, the the conference is, that we're looking at this fall is not going to replace sagebrush. However, it may have some pieces that are familiar to folks. You may see some of the things that work at sagebrush, maybe show up at the, at the conference this fall, but uh, we're just addressing the East coast. We, we, I just mentioned, we go to the West coast. I try to warm up here in February, but we also would like to attack the East coast. We'd like to go out and meet some new people, have some new experiences, learn some new things. So that's what we're looking for with the, with the fall convention. And I'm praying that we're going to be able to do this face to face, and it's going to be great to see you all in person again.
2: Thank you. What are you trying to say, Scott? You want to add a little character to the East Coast or, or characterize the East Coast? <laughs>
6: I think a little bit of both. Um, it, it is it is definitely, it's never going to be a replacement for Sagebrush. It's a mini training um, session just to kind of pump up the stuff we've already learned at Sagebrush and uh, maybe so some new things. And I will tell you that fall, in the east is absolutely beautiful. For those people who have some vision, uh, the change of colors on the leaves and all the the crisp air um, in fall, just beautiful. Farmer's moon, you know, there's just a lot, a lot of good stuff that um, that happens in fall in um, the Northeast.
2: Okay, we're looking forward to that. And hopefully we get COVID in our river mirror and we can look back on it and see, we survived and we're better, we're stronger for it now. And be, hopefully we'll find a theme for that. Okay, uh, the 2022 Sagebrush, um, it, uh, the hotel been very gracious and they allowed us to postpone our contract. Um, that We know will be there this week. We postponed that till next year. So we do have a contract uh, lined up with them uh, and we're all set for the same week. Now, next year in 2022, and uh, you know, I a year ago, you know, in, in March I said, well, "Well, we'll be done by now." But I, I I feel more confident now that the vaccines are out there and uh, that COVID will, you know, be behind us and uh, we can reflect on it and uh, the struggles that we survived and and uh, and share our our views on you know what made it work for us what uh, made our business it through. Okay.
1: Dan, can I jump in for just a second on all of this as well? So uh, Scott here, and um, certainly thinking already of 2023, you'll be surprised how quickly this will come. Um, I know before COVID came knocking on the door and said hello, even though we didn't want to answer the door, uh, we had talked once about where the next phase of our convention would be, you know, if we would stay in Las Vegas and maybe go to a different hotel or, um, possibly seek another city on the West coast (laughs) or whatever, whatever options were out there. Um, we only had one meeting. We talked briefly about things, but it just kind of fell apart from there because, because like I said, COVID came knocking on the door and we didn't want to answer it, but we did. Um, so I'm always entertaining ideas for 2023. Uh, Love to hear from you folks. Uh, your opinions matter because you folks are paying the freight to get there and and uh, do all the great learning that we do and a little socializing as well. So uh, if you get a chance, drop me an email. Let me know what you're thinking. Um, I'd love to hear it.
10: So I'll just leave it at that. Thank you, Dan.
2: Thank you, Scott. Thank you. Nice. nice Mister President. There. Yes. I just
10: wanted to mention that uh, here in Hawaii. Um, there is a bill in the legislature that will be heard tomorrow by the Senate, and it's it's regarding um, inclusion of mentally ill um, individuals to come into our Randolph Shepherd blind vending program. Um, it 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 got deferred in the House last week, but um, hopefully tomorrow they will defer the bill also. It is Senate Bill One Two Three Three. Regarding employment for the mentally disabled, so this is a pretty heavy uh, bill because it'll destroy our program. <clears throat> yeah.
2: yeah, thank you, thank you, Miles. And I think thank it, you. It, if anyone um, you know feels comfortable in contacting or if you know of a person in um, the Hawaiian legislature, the person that I was familiar with over there, he has since retired. A personal friend of mine, he's from Wisconsin. I worked with him quite definitely. And I work but uh, so I you know uh, but I think this is a could be a key thing there and uh, just a little further explanation of what um, Miles said uh, to allow the mentally ill in the program people are going to say well mentally ill you know are they capable of running a business um, you have to look at the full view of it uh, you you got to be able to see the forest through the trees in that. Um, in Hawaii, they include um, recovering alcoholics and drug addiction uh, as part of mentally ill, and uh, so that's where the door got opened on that. And so yeah. it's critical that uh, yeah. you know if you uh, you know feel in the writing mood, you know let uh, Miles can Miles and Norman can direct you to the right person to contact in yes. Hawaii legislature to. Let them know your thoughts on how detrimental that would be to the blindness community.
1: Yeah. Right. And Ms., uh, Mr. President, uh, Scott here again. Yeah. Uh, Miles, please keep our legislative committee uh, informed of this because this is something we need to stay on top of because this easily yes. could creep into our 48 contiguous here and uh, right. enter into our mm. legislature. So we need yes. to be advised of what's happening. <laughs> with this. Yeah. So thank you for sharing okay. that with us. Thank you. also if
3: you have details on that if you could send it to me because i could send it out to the rsva announce list so anyone on that list um could also make contact so send me the details okay and i can pass All right. it along thanks
10: okay
2: okay um as we begin looking forward to our 2022 sagebrush ready to get um, back into some more weather we you know here in Wisconsin, we started at 25 low this morning we warmed all the way up to zero today right now wow. yeah. <laughs> we're at two below yeah it's, it's good good ice good you know good way to good temperature to maintain ice cream at <laughs>
9: yeah. you don't want to know what florida is like <laughs>
2: yeah. no, we don't we don't need you, you don't need to hear about Florida what <laughs> do okay um, the last or the next item on the agenda is code of conduct, um, as you, as board of directors, you're probably all aware we've had a code of conduct for, um, many decades, uh, been around a long time in periodic, you review it, um, you know, over the years, it's been reviewed. I don't know how many times, but I really lost, but, but early last, uh, fall, we reviewed it again, yeah, but it's since that time there's been a large um, shadow or piece of shade cast over the blindness community. And um, so I think it's time that we all, as individuals, reflect upon our code of conduct. You know, it um, primarily, you know, is for the respect that we respect each other and that we um, maintain professionalism and so on and so forth. But it also addresses Legal issues. And that's one thing I'm very proud of with RSVA is that when we search for hotels, for conference centers, safety is top priority for us, one of the top priorities. Comfort convenience is top, but safety, we work very closely with um, senior management at the facility and very closely with the security at the facility. And we will never, ever hesitate. To get local law enforcement involved if something gets that far out of hand, which is which the shadow has been cast over our community. And I just want to make you know, our, we at RSV and at American Council on ACB, uh, I think we can feel very proud that, uh, you know, we respect each other and we uh, adhere to all the laws and. Um, you know, and allow the criminal aspect to, to deal with their aspect of it. But We we'll always search, continue to search for, you know, quality hotels four star rating or better uh, within maintaining a close relationship with the security and with the senior management to, to bring extra security and they do bring extra security on for us just to prevent anything from outside. But, uh, but again, we want to respect each other. It's not only outside influences, it's internal influences. So with uh, the the Code of Conduct, and um, we will probably be sending out a copy of that uh, to the general membership, just as a reminder that it's been around for decades. And we sometimes take it for granted because we just haven't had any significant incidents where, you know, uh, if there's something serious, we get local law enforcement involved, or hotel security, or wherever we to situate calls for you know we do not try to uh you know hide anything or pretend it never happened We, you know this is uh you know we're all humans in the animal species and things happen uh, that should not happen and uh, mr, we, mr. We, president we, little... yes scott
1: uh i i just want to speak uh for myself here um when i come into this convention when i work with this group of folks um sure whether it be exhibitors, whether it be, uh, people, just, uh, attendees, whether it be our board, um, safety, uh, feeling safe is important to me. And I, I want to, I, I do want to thank you for bringing this to the forefront again and reminding us that we do have a code of conduct because, uh, I want attendees to feel safe at these things. I want to feel safe at these things. I want to feel very safe. I want to feel very comfortable being able to relate to folks and, uh, I, I want to thank all of you for adhering to that code of conduct and um, let's keep up the good job.
2: Thank, thank you Scott thank you and I think if we just all recognize that, that safety is it's all of our responsibility you know, if uh, if something is out, out of place or disrespectful we need you need to bring it to our attention uh, and so we can deal with it appropriately okay. Okay. Any um any announcements? Um, Richard Bird is still recovering. You know, uh, he's been a long time recovering from COVID. Um, our Louisiana contingent is, you know, getting some uh, after effects of it. Uh, so it, COVID is by no means gone, but I think we're, you know, uh, making progress as we get the vac- vac- vaccine spread around and we can all feel much more comfortable you know, in getting together. Any other announcements?
7: Mr. President? Yes, sir. um Has anyone considered uh, starting a uh, GoFundMe for uh, Richard?
2: Mm, I haven't uh, seen any. Uh, well,
3: I would recommend maybe we call Jill and ask her if one was necessary. Okay. Uh, yeah. I mean, his... Um I'm not sure what insurance the vendors have there and you know what um expenses they have. So I think probably that's the best route to okay. find out. Yeah if it's one. I'll
2: check yeah, yeah. You check with Jill yeah. um, I'll, as you I'll
7: call her and, and see, you know, where things are.
2: Uh Mr. Yes, Ms. Scott. Uh,
1: it's very important that Richard knows that we at RSBA still treasure him. And we are Absolutely. him and yeah. we are, he's definitely in my thoughts and prayers. I, yeah. I, I think the world of Richard, I really do. i am an old timer. I've been around a while. He was one of the first contacts I had with the RSBA, and I've never forgotten that. So I want to make sure that we as RSBA do something at this point to make yeah. sure that we're, we're in there pulling for Richard. And um far as the GoFundMe, all that stuff, that's great. But let's not forget to at least reach out as RSVA and and make sure Richard knows that we still care about him and that we think about him.
2: Yeah. Yes. I think right. right. The more of us that reach out, you know, I maintain contact with Jill and um artist does and Karen uh does a few other uh that are familiar you do and Donna. So it, let's reach out to Donna and you know as yep. as you as a reminder, Richard uh, lost his sight, his uh, vision due to the Vietnam conflict, he's over in Vietnam, and you know, due to bomb flashes. So he's a survivor, he's a fighter. Um, so financially, uh, you know, is always nice, but I think the Veterans Administration is giving him uh, the finest care. I hope that they take care of him because he, you know. Spent the time in Vietnam, not by his choice. That's when we had the draft going. Yet, you, you know, those of you that are my age and Richard's age know that we—if you got drafted—you had no choice. It's not a volunteer army. And he lost his sight over it, and he fought that through and, and won that battle. And uh, he's uh, he still has not given up the fight. Uh, but I think, Wisconsin, we as RSV, will um, definitely have to take care just to show our appreciation for him you know once uh once he gets um his the long situation straightened out thank okay anything else we need to to bring up okay we can probably adjourn do we have a uh motion to adjourn or should we just adjourn so move. i'll second we have a motion and a second to adjourn all those in favor signify saying aye
5: aye
2: aye aye okay. We're adjourned, and I'd like to thank all of you. um It's just a fantastic get together. uh Not as nice as you know, you know being in a warmer climate. Yeah, Woody, don't don't rub it in. Now, we know you got a nice. <laughs> <out>. <laughs> Woody's picture. Woody's picture just up I'm on. sorry,
9: Dan. I'm, <laughs> I'm traveling through the country. 78 degrees.
11: where oh, oh, my ears! Oh. My ears! Oh. <laughs>
1: <laughs> hey, hey, Dan, just I want yeah. to remind folks to not run too far away, because at 4.30, we've got some presentations going on. At 5 o'clock, uh, 5 to 7, we have a meet and greet. Now, I would love to see all you folks join us for the meet and greet. we got a lot of fun things planned, so please come
2: back. Don't go too far okay. away. Yeah, just take a 15-minute break and come uh, come back on, and we've got a lot of some presentations and a lot of fun with Scott. Dan? Okay. Yes?
7: Dan? I have a question. Have you read all of those books?
9: <laughs> it's a backdrop.
7: <laughs> Behind you.
2: Yeah. Oh.
1: What's your favorite one <laughs> <accident>. <laughs> yeah.
2: Between between put it here, between me and my daughters, yes. <laughs> 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 it's
7: a good background
2: <laughs> that's one thing we did we focused on in our is education with our daughters so there has there's not too many books that haven't have not been read by our family
5: <laughs>
2: that's good okay thank you and uh we'll be back here in uh 15 minutes all right fantastic
1: okay. talk to you thank later. you everybody all right are we are 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 we um disconnected from the entire group?
2: I I don't know. Uh, you and I are on. Yep. We're still live on we're still live
4: on the stream. Still live. Still live? Okay. Yeah. So and we have about 15 minutes to fill before uh the start of those videos.
6: Okay. And we're still live?
4: Yes.
12: Yeah, you're still so, live, Karen, so be careful.
6: So so Scott, right? Filling a vending machine at the prison. Left a Red Bull in the van, took it into the prison, put it in the shelf, started to defrost. What do you think happened?
1: Oh, I can about imagine.
6: So I got squirted uh, from about, the top of my head all the way down halfway through my shirt.
1: Oh, <laughs> lovely, lovely. Yeah, my father in law called me and he asked me uh, yesterday, he said, so. What's happened to all those cases of soda you have in the garage? I said, Well, now they're all over the garage. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they spread out a little bit. <laughs> they did. Yep.
6: Yeah, definitely not pleasant. I don't think people realize what the life of a vendor is. You had to temperature control everything and soda and Red Bulls and monsters. And when they freeze, folks, we yep. really have a mess.
1: Karen, you know, you know what I tell my employees when they start working for me, what I tell them that they're probably going to be baptized. And (laughs) usually it happens as they're filling their first pop machine, they bust open a bottle or a can, they get sprayed. And I said, well, there you go. Now you've been baptized. Welcome to the world of ending.
6: Yep. I tell him, I tell him that. And then I tell every single one of them, you will dump an entire cart of soda, which is about 15 cases. No, 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 that won't happen to me. Guess what? (laughs) Happens to um, all of them. Yep.
1: That's a guarantee.
6: Absolutely. Absolutely. You,
1: You haven't lived unless you've done it at least once or a thousand times like me.
6: So. Exactly, exactly. How many times have we crawled under our vehicles on our bellies for that what? one bottle of puppy
1: that cut <laughs> away? I, I think of when I was on the Moorhead State University campus in Moorhead, Minnesota. And uh I winter time I'd have to cross a major street because um I'm trying to think of how big 17 blocks there was two main, at least no three major um through streets that came through, two of them were one ways. And of course, like Buffalo, we got plenty of snow, plenty of ice. I mean, it's way worse than it is here in the Twin Cities. And uh, oh, getting across those streets some days, I'm like, why am, what What am I doing? What am I doing? Because I didn't have a vehicle. I had storeroom on campus. So I dragged something from one end of that campus to the other. And, and uh, there was some days I'd be out there and it would be snowing. And the snowplow guy would come by and he's like, hey, come on, just follow me. Where are you going? I'll plow you a path. And he would. Boy, that was a lifesaver.
6: <laughs> yep. Those little things, you know, um, are, are in parking lots where we have to service. Like I have a post office and then the prison. They're awesome. You know, if you give them a sleeve of coffee cups, they'll do anything for you.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's funny because you, you, you tell somebody new in the program that comes in, you'll say, look, wherever you end up, you may end up at a prison, you may end up at a college. So who's the most important person you want to get to know at that prison, at that college, at that state building? And if they say, well, you know, you want to get to know the the director of the building, or you want to get to know uh, the president of the college, or you want to get to know the warden? No, 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 no. You want to get to know the head of the, the, the uh, cleaning teams or the supervisor of the you know those folks that's who you want to know because you got a problem they're going to help you take care of it the rest of them will tell you they know stuff but they don't they don't know stuff
6: absolutely absolutely uh, I know I
1: what, search them. of a storeroom when i got to the college you know we could have talked to the president of the college until we were blue in the face he wouldn't have known N- nor the comp the comptroller you know we we're supposed to report to them and they couldn't find us a space. I got to the building. I was talking to the custodial. He goes, Oh, you need storage space. Come with me. He showed me this big room that was empty and there I had my storage. Just like that.
6: Definitely. Definitely a trick that all vendors need to know who to yep. go. to? Yep.
1: yep. Yep. Take care of your custodial staff. They'll take care of you.
6: Exactly. It's You'd be amazed how far snicker bar can go.
1: Yeah. And even, even the guards at the prisons, man, I, I tell you, I take care of those machines first because uh, I want them happy and they'll make me happy.
6: Definitely. I'll tell you, for all those people out there listening in ACB radio, Randolph Shepard has been very good to some of us, most of us, if not all of us. There's so many benefits to the program, um, you know, and it doesn't matter if you've just graduated high school or if you have a college degree. There's something for everybody in all different types of facilities and programs, vending, stores. Um, there's something out there to suit everybody.
1: Yep. I, I, I'll address that as well, Karen, uh, to those folks listening. And if you're, if you're a young person, you're looking at uh, coming out of high school, maybe coming out of college, you want to find a, a job that has um, a lot of technical aspects to it. You kind of like the electronic things. We got it for you. We we get to play with these things called card readers and it puts our money right in our account and we've got computer boards on our on our vending machines and it's pretty amazing. It's pretty amazing. That's one aspect of things that uh, you wouldn't think about when you're looking at jobs, but we have some pretty fun jobs. It's work, I'm not going to lie. It's work, but there's some pretty cool aspects to this job as well.
6: There are and and Scott, I'm I'm sure I think I know the answer to this, but you know, for those young kids that that are interested, you know, there's people like myself and I'm sure Scott and some of the rest of the vendors out there that uh, over summer vacations or um, if you're fresh out of college and don't know what you want to do or, you know, we do hire visually impaired people. We, yep. I, I think I can say that for most of the vendors probably on the, on the call. It's a come on in and get to know us and get to see what we do. And see if it's something you might be suited for. I'm not going to lie either; it's not for everybody.
1: It's but not, not, but but there are some opportunities
6: out there. Absolutely, and some really good ones. I um, I do have to say I was I was one of the privileged ones. I've been working for this entire year, and um, I I have children too. For those women out there listening, it's not just for men anymore. Um, I'm a middle-aged female with kids and grandkids and um, I've been able to survive and um, when I'm not just surviving I do quite well um you know it's it's been very very good to my family um, and i also i have i have four children one of them is visually impaired my youngest is a 17 year old young man I can't call him a kid anymore he stands six foot two and well, I'm five <laughs> foot two, and I think you can figure out how that looks. But, um, you know, so he you didn't literally look up to him every day. <laughs> absolutely. He tells me that I need a step stool if I want to pop him in the mouth. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, I, I had him intern with one of my friends over the summer. And I'll, I'll tell you what he said when he got done. He came, He wanted to make enough to buy himself a gaming computer. And for those of us that have kids or grandkids in that 17-year-old age range, you know, those gaming computers are really important. And he right now is is kind of a high partial. Uh, We do have retinitis pigmentosa, so eventually he will lose his vision. But after he got done with that internship, he's like, Mom, I want to thank you so much for that opportunity. I get to buy my computer. I'm like, awesome. I said, did you learn anything? I learned that I absolutely don't want to be a vendor. (laughs) <laughs> and, uh, and just a lot a lot of work and um uh, he's like so uh what's that college option now you keep talking about mom <laughs> yep yep but in general i will say i was um an accountant and i did corporate accounting um i was a troubleshooter before i came into randolph shepherd and um I was the person that used to find mistakes in in people's accounting. And as my vision started to get worse, it was becoming more and more difficult because at that time, which was about 13 years ago, the software made, the reader programs for our computers weren't compatible with accounting programs. And with not having any vision, seeing print on a piece of paper and handwritten scribbles, I'll say, from people was just becoming more and more and more challenging. And uh, my dad was actually a vendor in the Randolph Shepherd program back in the 70s. And I always knew it was an option. And when I started, and I was, I was really amazed. I'm like, my God, these people can do anything. I want to be like them when I grow up. And uh, that's how I ended up doing this. And I have absolutely no regrets.
1: Yep. Yeah, I know my, my first experience, my my aunt lived here in the Twin Cities, and I lived up northern Minnesota, very remote area. And uh, when I'd come down to see her, she kept telling me, there's, "There's this guy, this blind guy, at the post office. He's got this little cig- cigar and food stand. I got to take you and meet him, and I got to show you this. This is amazing." And long and short story, there we are. Here I am, thirty some years later, still doing it. <laughs>
6: That's, that's awesome. 30 years, Scott, my goodness. Yeah, I, I think throughout this um, sagebrush convention, we're going to hear a whole lot more of Scott's funny blooper stories.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I've got a few.
6: (laughs) Oh yes. Um, I'm sure. And and anybody, um, you know, in these, in these little free times that we have, if you have a blooper story, um, feel free to, to raise your hand or try to get our attention. And we love bloopers because it's happened to all of us.
5: Uh,
1: we had a, we had a regional convention. Dan will answer in on this one. I don't think he's there right at the minute, but, uh, at one point we had story hour and we just opened up the mics and let folks tell funny stories about their businesses. I never laughed so hard. Some of those stories were so good. Dan, do you remember
9: that?
2: Yes. Yes. That, that was fun. We've done that, uh, several times. We haven't done that in several years and that that really works so well because there's some really hilarious stories out there that every oh, everybody has one. The, the, the two
1: that I remember was, uh, from your side, from the Wisconsin side, the woman who was in the man's prison and walked through the uh, strip search area. That story <laughs> was hilarious. <laughs> and the other one was my buddy up in Northern Minnesota when, uh, when somebody got clever and stuck a squirrel inside their snack machine. <laughs> yeah. uh. All in the life of a vendor. <laughs> Absolutely. Stuff you
2: couldn't make up. It's just too good, you know? Yeah. Yeah. A, well, I mean in the 21 years I was inventing, you know, I never missed a day on the route. We worked basically seven days a week. I always bought all wheel drive vans in um at you know when at first you hire a new driver, they kind of what do you mean? Well, no, we got sweat, we got all wheel drive and we get there and sometimes takes a little longer, but we never missed a day. But on days like today, I'm glad I'm able to miss a day. <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, that's correct. We there's yeah, time, yeah. We're, we're plowing snow with the bumper. We were literally plowing snow with the bumper. Yeah. And one it, one interesting story that uh blew, you know out there during a snowstorm in the at university in the you know i had the driver i'll like the van head and i'd walk behind from building to building and uh he's you know i never did get these snow plow drivers on these campuses trained very well they went and plowed a snow bank in front of me and i didn't see it and i tripped over it and i all and my cell phone flew out and i didn't realize it uh, until i got to the next building time i got the snow brushed off because i tripped over the snow bank and and um so I got to my driver I says, hey, where's your cell phone? I said, oh, I don't know. He said, well, so he had his cell phone and he started dialing it. And I thought, well, I'll go back. I'll follow my tracks back. I'll see if I remember which way I come. From. And I couldn't hear it ring, couldn't hear it ring. And all of a sudden, we so he kept ringing and ringing. Finally, a gal answered my phone. And here she found my cell phone laying in the middle of the road behind us, right after the snowplow went through, where I, I tripped over the snowbank, fell on the road, and she picked it up and, and she answered. And so we retrieved it. With, it took us about an hour to find it, but it just, you know.
6: <laughs> I, I think on that note, I would love to ask the folks at ACB Radio, Scott had a special song that you guys picked out. I wonder if we could pop that in. I think it's very appropriate with all of our stories.
12: Yeah, it's a, it's a great song, Karen. But I'm not, I'm not set up to do it right at the moment. So. Oh, okay. I'm sorry, but I will have it. I will have it queued. I promise.
1: I, 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 promise. I almost put you to the test, Rick. I was going to say at one point in this thing, I was going to say it's so quiet. I need to hear the sound of. Uh, <laughs> the of the <laughs> oh, that's right.
12: That's right. That's right. Well, you didn't give us enough time to set up for, but we'll. Uh, we got several. We got several hours
5: before.
6: I gotcha, and and don't forget, we got to play our Rush, uh, Working Man, at some point during this too. I, oh, I know of I. Course. I have some fans out there that I'm sure are listening, saying, "Yes, Rush rules."
4: Amen.
6: <laughs> and that's a special shout out to my friend in Arizona.
1: Well, As long as we hear a few tunes from the '70s and '80s, my life is good. <laughs>
5: Scott.
6: The one thing this, this sagebrush will not lack is energy and expect the unexpected.
5: That's right.
12: <laughs> you know what I really, You know what I really miss about saying What's that? Last year they opened up a Chick-fil-A. <laughs> oh yeah. And I love Chick-fil-A. <laughs> <laughs> But but the place was closed on Sunday, like every other. Can you imagine, you know, a restaurant and a hotel closed on Sunday? Now I know Chick Fil A closes on Sunday, but interesting. have an exception there, so.
1: so. So Rick, what what's what's the top of the menu? What's what do you go for at Chick Fil A Chick-fil-A every time?
12: Oh, I just go for a. <laughs> what are you kidding me? Yeah. Uh, well, Why go for
1: twelve piece nuggets and bring on the Chick Fil A <laughs> sauce to die for? That's <laughs> tough. <laughs>
12: The only thing I like more than Chick-fil-A is Popeyes. Oh no, I
3: did not like Popeyes. Their stuff is so greasy.
12: Oh no, no, Popeyes is good. Popeyes <laughs> is good.
3: Well, we-
6: I'll let you I'll let you folks know that we have both in Buffalo. So <laughs> I'm
1: I'm I'm a little surprised that when I mentioned raising canes, the chicken place, nobody knew what I was talking about. We did a little research and they're from Louisiana, so
12: <laughs> really. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Hey guys, it's uh 4 30. Yep. Yeah.
3: Oh That's hey. True. Since you said uh basket, that reminds me, one thing we forgot to put on the list is the Louisiana Cajun basket. Oh. Oh okay. my goodness. Uh oh. Well will will thank you for mentioning Louisiana or I would have not yeah. thought of it.
2: <laughs>
12: when was when was Mardi Gras supposed to be?
2: Today and tomorrow. Uh, this weekend and today and tomorrow. This
12: week, uh, yeah
2: and tomorrow's fat tomorrow's fat tuesday is it yeah. really yeah yeah what a, yeah. a bummer yeah they canceled it that there's there's what a lot of residents live for is mardi gras and fat tuesday
12: you ever you ever been down there during mardi gras
2: no no i haven't oh it's
12: bumper to bumper everywhere
2: you yeah, go. yeah yeah
12: which yeah. is
6: exactly why it's canceled this year i've been there and it is quite the amazing experience but You know, sometimes we got to do what we have to do to keep people safe, too.
12: Yep. It's kind of good for all those drunk people. You know, it's so packed. (laughs)
3: Love it.
12: (laughs) So anyways, hey, guys, you ready for the videos? Let's go. Okay, here we go. (coughs) Keep talking, guys. Okay. (laughs)
1: Okay. So it's playing and we just can't see it or hear it.
12: Well, you you could see it, but you couldn't hear it, right? No, I, I
4: could hear it. I could hear it. I could hear oh, it. I can
12: hear it. Oh, you could hear it. I'm the yeah. only one. I'm the only one that couldn't hear it.
4: <laughs> well, then,
12: yeah. Well, no, then no, no, it. I just want we, to figure out
4: where
1: where we're at in the process here. That's. Well, <laughs> <laughs>
12: I'm the guy who's supposed to know what I'm doing, too.
1: <laughs>
12: okay, just bear with me, guys. Keep talking for about a year.
9: Yeah, no worries. Yeah. This is what's referred to as dead air, boys. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
1: <laughs> I got a video going, so we're we're good on our own. How far you got to go before you're home, Woody?
9: We're still about an hour out. Really? Wow. Came, yeah, we just came up uh, from central Florida back to north Florida up the uh, west coast of Florida. There is nothing out here. Okay. So I'm just amazed. I mean, when you think about it, I'm in a car on a video conference in the middle of absolutely nowhere. (laughs) And other than the few minutes we were near Chiefland, I've had good signal. So
1: That's amazing. That's just amazing. I go to our lake home, and it's about two hours away from here, I, I might as well throw my phone in the lake. It's absolutely useless. We get no service out there, but, uh, yeah, pretty amazing. You can be out in the country and get
9: service. Ah, oh, Scott, I just figured out you got a backdrop too. I do. Yes. I was <laughs> going want to compliment to... <laughs> you on your boat.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, well. <laughs> like Dan, I've been busy. Yeah. <laughs>
12: hey woody it's not true that there's nothing out there aren't there people boiled pe- boiled peanuts by the end <laughs> not on a day like today it is a little rainy <laughs> we had a great
9: weekend but uh yeah it's a little drizzly today.
1: so is tampa bay settled down now after their big win no
9: no no, no? still, of-
11: still yeah. chaos over there People you can't get,
9: get, drunk get and throwing trophies. <laughs> yeah, you cannot get a drink with Captain Morgan any place in Pinellas or Hillsborough County. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Yeah, um, we were in Gulfport, and uh, looks like Rick's got the video ready to go.
1: Yep. Maybe don't have to quit talking.
12: everybody. Can you hear me? Yes, yeah, we can. Okay. Yes. I, uh, apologize there guys. We, uh, the audio was, uh, you could hear the audio over zoom, but you couldn't hear it over, over the stream. So what I'm going to do here is I'm going to take us off of uh share screen for a little bit, see if I can correct the audio and, uh, then we'll go, we'll go back from there. Okay, guys. So if you want to okay. carry on for a little bit, uh, we got a, Little break in the action. i live now, right? We could just visit? Yeah, you can just visit. You are live. You are on the air.
3: We
1: are on the air. Okay.
3: Yeah, so you have to be careful.
1: They <laughs> <laughs> won't tell any of those other good stories they had. I'll just save it for later.
9: <laughs> so, are they going to put together a machine for out of the interstate rest areas? <laughs>
1: Are you asking that as a comedy bit or what?
9: No, I'm not. The, <laughs> the crane coffee machine that we all use on the interstate is dead gone. And we're running on refurbs. I, I need something new. Uh, maybe liquid coffee would be a good way to go.
1: Mm. USI is still making coffee machines.
9: Uh, they're not buying them down here. Okay. I have to check into that. I've got one. How's it do?
1: Um, It's in a fairly slow location. So especially now because of COVID, there's 15 people in the building. But um, yeah. uh, I, I would say it's fairly trouble free, but I, I don't have it in a location that would get pounded by, you know, tons of customers every day. So I don't know how it would do in the line of fire, but I, I think it would do
2: okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, you, you might want to look into that Smuckers, would I I don't know about the security factor, but you have enough traffic at your rest areas that security may not be. Well, we're still
9: maintaining thirty cars an hour. So huh? you know. Um and I have on site uh security.
2: Okay. Yeah, then you probably wouldn't hurt to look in the <laughs> think of the rest area.
13: This is Norman, can you hear me? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I was wondering on that story, Is that, is that like a, is that a vending machine? Yes. Oh, yes. okay. I was just wondering.
2: Yeah. I would think it would, it would work in a, in a stand too, if you, you know, snack stand or, some, you know, snack bar.
5: Yeah.
13: Well, they like to come into the store and, um, if I, I, you know, it will, wasn't a machine that would be good, better, but, um. But the, the system we have is just a air kind of thing. But oh. they are they get warm really fast. You know, they don't hold their heat. And apparently the car, I don't know. Have if the opportunity giving...
5: to participate in the...
13: Uh-oh. They're coming <laughs> back on.
12: <laughs> yeah, I, I think I've got to work around here, guys. So um, just keep talking. It'll, it'll take me a couple more.
1: Okay,
3: uh, no problem.
12: Sorry about
1: Oh, no, no worries. Yeah, the only thing I didn't see in that video was how tall that piece of equipment is.
4: It looks it was But for this video, I will take you through. Don't worry
2: about it. Keep going, guys. Yeah. I,
5: okay.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Reach out to um, GNJ Marketing and see what they would have the, or you can pull up G and J website and it would be on there.
3: Uh, and his contact information mm-hmm. is in the booklet. Um, the exhibitors list is in there, and I sent it as a separate file, too. Well, Mexico, I sent the Africa. full program, and then I sent the separate file for exhibitors and so forth. So it's on that list, so you can get a hold of Ross.
2: Okay. That sounds good. All right. Yeah, let us know what you find out, uh, Norman. You know, with, okay. Uh, all right.
6: It's always, always great to hear from our sponsors. It gives everybody something to talk about and fresh ideas and, um, yeah. I, you know, such a big thank you to all our, our sponsors that, uh, contributes and gives us a topic of conversation.
12: Oh, absolutely.
1: Well, there's the, the world is a, a changing place and it may have not changed as quickly lately, but I think as we, as we roll back into something that we may remember from uh, before February last year. Um, yeah, it, it there's gonna be a lot of stuff going on. So it's just good to see what's out there now and what potentially could work for us. And um, I'm glad they bring it to us. This is this is why I was excited about this whole program because uh, this gives us unique opportunities that it, in a standard format at Sagebrush, we just don't have.
3: Right. Well, and, and, and Smuckers was just one of G and J's. Each company, they're bringing each year. They're bringing us different companies to highlight. So that's kind of cool. This yes. year they're having ex, uh, Smuckers exhibit. Last yeah. year they had you know a couple of different ones. So it's kind of nice that they do the different products. Yeah,
2: G and J is a, is a large brokerage firm. They have representatives all over the country. They may even have a specific representative right there in Hawaii, Norman. So yeah.
13: yeah
3: Yeah, just give Ross a call and or email him because he's um he's pretty personable
13: yeah okay
1: great yeah with Woody talking about uh crane coffee machines going by the wayside and it, it does bring up an interesting thought that again kind of going back to my earlier comment that the world's a changing place and I do wonder what what will happen with you know um frozen food machines with coffee machines, some of that stuff that's kind of, uh, set off to the side here. What, what will happen? You know, will, will the other companies come in and start making new equipment or will it just fade away?
2: You know? Yeah. I, I, you know, you, you see companies, uh, like minus 40 and whatever else they're, they're making refrigerated, um, you know, their cabinets basically, but, uh, they're putting uh, security locks on them and they're putting payment systems on them. And, you can put salads or, you know, cold sandwiches or whatever into them, or you can even turn them down to uh, frozen. So I think you know that is going to take the place a lot of things, and and that's a good alternative for someone that had a snack bar that where the building population declines. They can step into something like that or a micro market, or, or if they don't uh, feel a micro markets in their bailiwick, they can you know go to one of these um, you know secured coolers that are. Uh, there's several companies making them now in the last past year. And, uh, and that's fantastic that we, these companies have really stepped up and come forward and um, it changed their technology or added their technology. I mean, the technology's probably been there quite some time, but they found a way to add, add it to make it beneficial right. during these changing times. Yeah. Dan? In I'm-
3: some locations, it's better to have the secured one versus the open cuz yeah. if you have public in it you know probably the secured yeah. coolers are going to be better yeah.
5: yeah
1: well dan in your experience would would some of that stuff be uh, applicable for the prison where you're selling uh,
2: the gates yeah yeah it would be um you know especially in your, in your situation where you're you were using the script mm-hmm. um, some you know like in a prison visiting room uh, where they're not allowed to bring credit cards in, it's a different ball game. But they can still put um, a bill acceptor on them or whatever, mm-hmm. um, or you can sell debit cards or something. There's, and I think the prisons are going to change their, um, you know. Well, they
1: are using an, a, a getting uh, antiquated system that they use there. You know. Yeah.
12: Hey guys, yeah. I'm going to give this, this a try.
1: an issue to update okay. things, but at the same token, you want to stay up. To speed with what's happening in the world right
12: okay we're going to give this another try guys there we go okay
5: good.
14: at pepsico every morning we get up and go to work on a mission to create more smiles every sip and every bite already we inspire one billion smiles every day we begin before dawn on farms and fields in 60 countries around the world where we source our raw ingredients Improving the lives of farmers by providing them with training and resources to increase productivity, resiliency, and sustainability. We're aiming to conserve nature's precious resources at every step through next generation agriculture and positive water impact. Doing our part to curb climate change, striving to build a circular future for packaging, and a world where plastics need never become waste offering improved choices across our portfolio and creating smiles in our community where we don't just meet basic needs, we feed potential. We create smiles for over 260,000 passionate associates, from meaningful opportunities for work and advancement in a diverse and inclusive workplace, and for our customers, by being the best possible partner, driving game-changing innovation and delivering a level of growth unmatched in our industry. We create smiles for our consumers through our delicious and nourishing products. We build brands with purpose and inspire generations with music, sports, and fashion. And smiles for the shareholders who have championed our growth for decades. More than 50 years ago, Don Kendall and Herman Lane sealed their partnership with a handshake. Today, PepsiCo is an integral part of the way the world lives, loves, laughs, drinks, and eats. And we're just getting started. Our future is limited only by our imagination, so we're dreaming big. Harnessing our talent, ingenuity, and passion to become a faster, stronger, and better company. So why stop at one billion smiles? Our new goal is to deliver two billion smiles every single day all across the world. (laughs) One sip and one bite at a time.
12: Could you guys hear that okay?
14: Yeah, I do well.
12: Okay. Very good. PepsiCo. I know
1: uh, in, in my old stomping grounds, uh, we we were starting to see a larger and larger share of our potatoes going to Frito-Lay. Yeah.
15: Yeah. Hello, my name is Ted Drake and I'm the global accessibility leader for Intuit, the makers of QuickBooks, TurboTax, Mint, T-Sheets, and Credit Karma. We've been a proud sponsor of the Sagebrush conference for Randolph Shepard vendors and we look forward to this year's virtual event. We've all been affected by the COVID pandemic, but this is especially true for small business owners. For many, there have been few opportunities to adapt to the closed buildings, reduce tourism, and shift to virtual universities and government work. At Intuit, our success metrics are based on powering prosperity of small businesses, our goal is to increase the number of businesses that succeed past the 5-year mark. So we've taken significant steps to help small businesses survive the COVID shutdowns and transformations. I'd like to share some of these tools with you. Laura Balazs is into its chief marketing officer and the general manager of strategic partnerships. She explained, "In service to our company's mission of powering prosperity around the world, it was imperative that Intuit offer a response that best serves our local and global communities, customers, and small businesses by focusing on what matters most during this time. Putting money into the pockets of consumers and small businesses when they need it most. Intuit has created a resource site for businesses like yours. It's located at quickbooks.intuit.com small hyphen business coronavirus. One word, coronavirus. Once again, that's quickbooks.intuit.com slash small hyphen business coronavirus. You'll find links on this page to the resources I'm about to share. Intuit's Aid Assist website includes tools to help small businesses access the Paycheck Protection Program loans and estimate the tax credits for 2020. You can access these at aid Assist. one word, Dot intuit.com. That's aid assist A-I-D-A-S-S-I-S-T These tools have helped businesses apply for and receive millions of dollars in loans. Intuit's tools will help you understand if you are eligible for a first or second loan and the process for loan forgiveness. You can also estimate how much benefit you can receive from the employee retention credit paid leave credits, and potential for tax deferral. Here are some additional resources to emerge stronger from the pandemic. Crisis events force us to reevaluate our goals and how to be successful. Intuit has created a series of videos, workshops, articles, and materials to help you rebuild your business and expand your opportunities. Intuit launched a video conferencing platform to support businesses and their customers and employees. This provides a secure, private conversation that would have taken place in person. You can share notes, create action items, and save a transcript for later reference. You can access this at accelerate.intuit.com. That's accelerate.intuit.com. A-C-C-E-L-E-R-A-T-E.intuit.com. You can also announce that you're reopening with a series of customizable posters, social media posts, signage, and much more with our marketing support site. These free templates make it easy to create professional announcements for your business. Intuit has also partnered with GoFundMe, that's G-O-F-U-N-M-E, GoFundMe, to help you create campaigns for your loyal customers to help you reopen and expand your businesses. Intuit has worked with companies to provide special discounts for COVID responses. You can get discounts for credit monitoring, printing, insurance, and more. Finally, the future is in your hands, and knowledge is going to power your prosperity. Intuit has worked with business leaders to provide articles, interviews, and town hall meetings. All of these, as well as links to the government and health resources, are available at our COVID-19 Small business resource website. It's located at QuickBooks.intuit.com slash small business slash coronavirus. That's one word, coronavirus. Once again, QuickBooks.intuit.com slash small business slash coronavirus. Thank you and enjoy the Randolph Shepherd Sagebrush Conference.
0: With CPI's newest technology offering for vending machines, consumers can now use their mobile phones to select and pay for their product and have a complete touchless experience with the vending machine. In this video, the consumer uses a mobile phone app to select the location of the product as they would on the touchscreen of the vending machine. They then authorize the payment on the mobile phone app and the product is vended by the machine. The consumer's only touch points are their own mobile phone and the product they wished to purchase.
12: And that's it guys. we are right. So, Scott, it's after five o'clock, so it's, uh, it's all yours now.
1: Okay, fantastic. Let me pull up my notes here,
4: and we're going to uh, pull off of ACB radio sign off for the night. Okay. So this this, uh, this social point won't be streamed live.
1: Okay. Very good. All right.
4: So for this is Tyson Ernst and Rick Moran for ACB Radio live event. We'll sign off. We'll see you guys again here tomorrow. When we pick back up coverage of the RSVA Sagebrush converse, uh, Convention back here at 12 noon Eastern. Thank, thank you, Tyson and Rick. Fantastic job.
3: Thank you, guys. We'll see you tomorrow.
4: Yep, but we're staying on. We're staying on to do this To do this social. Oh,
12: hour. okay. Well, good. Good, good. Yeah, you,
4: yeah, you guys ain't going nowhere.
12: <laughs> we got to keep you guys from getting in trouble, you know?
4: All right? That's true.
3: That's true. Some, sometimes, you know, uh, it, Scott needs it, to be watched it. a little bit, you know. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: keep, to keep us out of trouble, you better bring your lunch along. It'd an all-day job,
12: <laughs> guys. Guys, what I'm gonna what I'm gonna do tomorrow, by the way, I'm gonna come out about a lover day. I'm gonna play all those videos. Okay. Just, yeah. through, just as Just make good. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, sure. And, Thank you. So. Thank you. Sounds good.
1: So, uh, are, are we live with the with the group here for our meet and greet? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Fantastic. Well. Uh, uh, Scott Egan here. I'd like to say uh, welcome for the evening and uh, we we do have some folks from ACB will be uh, controlling controlling the board here and um, my plan for this evening would be to have everyone introduce themselves, kind of like to know who we've got here this evening and um, once we have introduced ourselves to each other, uh, then I've got some uh, possible fun activities we can take a look at. So Um, if everyone's ready, uh, we could have some folks raise your hands. You could come on. We'll open up your mic. We'll have you introduce yourself, where you're from, um, what kind of a business you have. Just give us a little detail about who you are and what you do, and, uh, we'll go from there. So, uh, if we could get a few folks to raise your hands, we'll, we'll have our folks
4: open up the mic for you. This is Tyson Ertz from ACB Radio. Uh, I'm going to be Controlling that and giving you allowing you permission to do that. So if you have uh, if you've never been on Zoom or webinar before, uh, it's very easy to do. If you're on a PC, press Alt Y, and that's going to raise your hand. If you're on a Mac computer, it's Option Y. If you're if you're coming in through the Zoom app, which is also webinar on your smartphone, there is a raise hand button right in the center of your screen. If you're coming in through a landline, you dialed in through through the landline. It's star nine. If you need to unmute. Uh, after you get, a, you get a notification from me. this says you you're being allowed to unmute or asked to unmute. Uh, again, it's going to be alt A on a PC. Command shift A on a Mac. Uh, in the uh, lower left hand corner of the uh, of the, the app on your smartphone, there's a little button that says unmute and it'll mute toggle. And if you're on a landline, it is star six. okay? So I got uh, we got some hands going up already. Fantastic. Uh, but uh, if you don't want to speak, don't raise your hand. If you do, um, we're not going to we're not going to ask you to mute if you don't raise your hand. So uh, we're going to go with that first. All right, guys. So let's let's jump in and grab these hands. I'll let you know who it is. And then uh, we'll go from there. So let's see. And to our board members, too.
1: We want to hear from you folks as well. So be sure to uh, raise your hand. And the the group would like to know who you are as well. So
4: okay the first one we have is uh amisha and forgive me if i've butchered that amisha shah or amisha should have something asking you to unmute okay amisha going once if not we're gonna move. i think i hear you don't don't be
1: shy amisha say hello this this is a very warm and friendly group so please feel free
4: to go ahead hi all right, I'm going to go ahead and move on. Okay. 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 All right. Sounds good. Oh, okay. Oh, I think she left. Yeah. While well, listening to Zoom. Okay, I've got... Get back to that. I've got okay. Trevor. Yeah. No, no more work.
0: Okay, I should be unmuted. We'll see you
16: on Thursday, then. Who is this just talking? This mm-hmm. is... Mm-hmm. Oh, somebody else's. Uh, this is Trevor Garcia good, from good, yeah. Portland.
4: Hold on one second, Trevor. We got somebody else who's...
10: That's Norman's phone. Hi. Okay. I think we got it quiet here. Right. Go ahead. Yep. Go ahead, oh. Trevor.
16: Okay. Uh, this is Trevor Garcia from Portland, Oregon. I am a vendor. I've been in the program, uh, business enterprise program for just over two years, which is scary. I started in August 2018. Um, before that, I... Uh, I just worked, I was actually going to college as a computer science, um, and uh, I got my associate's degree in that, and then started the uh, program in 2017 for the business enterprise program. So a little bit of background there, and really been enjoying it. I operate a uh, coffee shop in a courthouse, a downtown courthouse here in Multnomah County, and uh, it's a... Since COVID started, we've we've actually moved locations, and we moved from an old courthouse into a new one, which was nice. But we're still partially open, so we're, we're only open a couple days out of the week, if that. So,
5: yeah.
1: Well, great. Do you do you do vending, or um, do you have counters?
16: We uh, we do have a counter. Um, we used to do vending. Uh, however, in the new building, they um, unfortunately don't do that anymore. They actually don't have any vending machines in the building. And in fact, they told us we couldn't even put in a micro market because they would have to do four x-raying and installing more conduit to do that. So that was unfortunate. But so we currently are kind of limited. We're um, always looking at more options, though, what we can do to expand. Or uh, we recently launched our online ordering platform. And um, there's a couple of things I use for that. Um, But we were really excited to be offering that as an option.
1: Okay. Fantastic. Well, thank you, Trevor. Thank you. Welcome. We're glad you're here and uh, thank you for the info. Good to be
4: here. Thanks. And let's try, let's try Amisha again. Ah. Amisha, are you with us?
17: Yes. Hello. There we yeah. are. Yes. Um, hello, everybody. My name is Amisha. I am from New Jersey. And uh, I finished my BP all exams and trainings in, in 2019 and because of covid now everything is stopped so now i'm waiting for um uh, something good opportunity will come up and they will give me some nice spots so i'm cool. recollecting yeah all the knowledge whatever i can do it
1: <laughs> fantastic well welcome we're glad you're here um so one quick question for you what are you hoping to uh wh- what are you hoping your business will look like when you finally do get one
17: uh, I I want to do like a vending machine because I took that training also in a post office. Okay. So I'm very much interested in uh, if I have a good location and I have nice vending machines around me. And I'm uh, very much interested in uh, micro marketing. I want to learn more about that.
1: Well, fantastic. Well, you came to the right place. We'll probably uh, have some information on micro markets and... Again, thanks for coming, we're so glad you're here and uh, looking forward to uh, meeting with you again.
17: Thank you very much,
1: Scott.
13: Thank you.
4: Thank you. All right, Thank Norman. You,
13: yes, can you hear me? We can. we can. Okay, yes, my name is Norman Ota and I've been in the vending business in Hawaii for the 10 years. Um, <clears throat> and I started in really little locations Now I'm at the um, Veterans Administration Clinic at the uh, Tripler Medical Center. And it's a little convenience store. Um, We were, we were shut down for maybe total of five, five months, um, three months in the beginning. And then we were open for two months and they closed us down again. So we've been open since November. And it's been slow. We're probably right now doing 50% of what we were doing. Um, But I'm always looking for new avenues of business and trying to market different types of things, Um, like like that coffee thing, if there's a different way to do it, I'm looking for that. I don't know if you any of you have been having problems with some of the companies they're short of they've been short on items and <clears throat> so my people go to the store then they see the item but they, we can't get them. I don't right. understand how they operate. Yep. But, so but it's, it's it's been a challenge and I, I actually enjoy the business. Oh, fantastic. Norman can I
1: ask, can I ask you a Minnesota question? <laughs> yep. Have you ever experienced temperatures below 32 degrees in
13: Hawaii? <laughs> <laughs> not, in, not in Hawaii, but I was in uh, I was in Wisconsin where my son oh. was going um, was working for uh, Kimberly Clark, so I visited him there. But it it got to 30 degrees. So. Okay, <laughs> so you have yeah. a taste
16: of what we're experiencing.
1: Okay, well good. Yeah. Thanks for being here, Norman. We always appreciate you. And thanks for thanks for all the things you do for us. Thank you.
2: Thank you very much. Thank you, Norman. Thank you. Who else do we have on the
10: line here? We have Miles. Aloha. Aloha, Miles. Hi, Aloha. Uh, my, name, my, my name is Miles Thomas Tomasherro, and I run the uh, newsstand at the airport. on on the big island, it's called Hawaii Island. that's the island where the volcano had been erupting for a long time, a couple of years back. (laughs) And so um, I've been in the program now for 29 and a half years and um, it's been a a joy to to run a business Um, um, in as much as um, COVID has provided challenges. um, We look forward to um, hopefully Coming back to a full um, recovery, um, we'll see. But it's been it's been great, um, and um, thank you all for putting on this um, virtual Sagebrush Convention. It is a new thing, and uh, it's enjoyable though. Thank you.
2: Okay. Well, thank, thank, thank you, thank you, no,
10: thank you, Miles.
1: I, I, Miles, I have to ask you the same Minnesota question. Have you experienced any temperatures below 32 degrees in Hawaii?
10: (laughs) I'm not in Hawaii, but when when we went to a legislative conference in Washington, D.C., the temperature was 22, so we, I've been there.
1: (laughs) Okay, you've had a taste, yep. (laughs)
10: Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, very good. Thanks, Miles. We appreciate you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Glad you're here.
4: Thanks. Thank you. Okay, we have someone with a phone number. If you have area if you start with area code 615 and your last four is 031, you can unmute. Star 6. Hello. On your phone. Hello. Hello.
18: Hello. I I'm Mary and I'm from Nashville, Tennessee. Well, hey Mary. And I, Thanks for coming. Hi. Hi. Uh this is actually my first uh Sagebrush conference to attend. Well, Oh, well, I'm
1: glad you picked the virtual. This is all new to all of us. So welcome. <laughs> we're, we're all excited to uh, find out how this all plays out. So tell me a little bit about yourself, Gary. What uh, what kind of business do you have and that kind of thing?
18: Okay. I've been a part of Tennessee Business Enterprises since 1995. And I oversee a food court in one of the state office buildings directly across from the state capitol. Um. I, someone was talking about Chick-fil-A earlier. I subcontract <laughs> with Chick-fil-A, who's in my oh. building.
5: Ah, and,
18: oh uh, Yeah, and that, that goes really well. And, well, in normal times, it goes well. And then I also have a meet and 3 um, and then I do the vending in the building.
1: Okay. Mary, you, you know what question I'm going to ask you?
18: <laughs> do I like Chick-fil-A?
1: <laughs> well, no, you're, you're kind of warm. How many cases of the sauce do you go through? The Chick-fil-A sauce. sauce? Yeah.
18: I don't like like the Chick-fil-A sauce.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Mary. Sorry I I brought it up. Plug your ears. Plug your ears.
18: (laughs) I mostly eat eat their salads. I love their salads and their wraps.
1: Oh, I am not tried their wraps. Now you got me curious. So, well, great. Oh, well, thanks for coming, Carrie. One- and, uh, uh, thanks for sharing what, we what, where, what kind of business you have there. And, uh, we're looking forward to hearing more from you maybe later.
4: Okay. Thank you. Thank you. All right. And
6: Karen. Hi, I don't know if there's anybody who actually doesn't know who I am, but for <laughs> those who don't, hi, I'm Karen Blackowitz. I am from, a little east of Buffalo, New York. Um, I am a board member for RSVA, and I'm also the ACB New York State President. Um, I have a vending route, so that's all vending machines. that spans three counties, uh, wow. four wonderful children, and I have five beautiful grandchildren. Um, you know, I'm just happy to be here. I I would prefer to be in Vegas, but this is just as good. I can uh, sit in my recliner and eat and mute and everything all at the same time and stay warm. Well,
1: great. Karen,
6: my question to you, do you
1: like Chick-fil-A sauce? (laughs) Uh,
6: I am not a Chick-fil-A fan. Oh, Uh, But but I am. uh, I think the the other one was the Popeye's question. I am a Popeye's fan. Um, I know I shouldn't have said that, but um, no. And Scott, yes, I have experienced Minnesota under 30 degree temperature.
1: Oh you have. okay. Well, yeah, I imagine in New York you get a little bit of this taste of this kind of stuff too. So well, Karen, we we're, we're we're thrilled to have you on the board. I'm thrilled to work with you here putting sagebrush together and uh, thanks for sharing with us.
6: Thank you.
4: All right, and that's it. Wow. No one else. No one else is wanting to share. Oh, oh well, see, you say those magic words, and all of a sudden people are popping up. That's hey. This is
1: okay. I people need to be comfortable, and we don't bite here. We really don't. We're having a good time, so
2: we don't bite very hard. Not very hard. Hey, Scott. Hi.
8: Hey. Now this is Linda Allison. I figured Karen needed to be uh, bookended by Tennesseans, so I thought I would pop it.
5: Well, there. <laughs> Oh,
1: good to hear from you, Linda. Tell us, tell us a little bit about your business.
8: Um, okay, well, um, I live in Knoxville, Tennessee, but my business is in Spring City, Tennessee. I've been in the BE program for just over five years, so I'm a baby. Um, my previous profession was a French professor, and um, <laughs> that kind of went south um, because of technology, or lack thereof. And uh, a friend of mine who was a vendor recommended that I try the vending program, and that's how I got in. Um, but my uh, facility is a nuclear power plant, so I have a captive audience. Um, but like everybody else, business is down about 40, between 40 and 50% at this point. Oh, I'm sorry to hear but, that. But, it's still, but I'm, I'm still, you know, still moving, still yep. doing, and I have two employees and i'm pleased to say that i haven't had to cut anybody's hours or you know um it, we're still doing so um but you know like like um i think it was miles that was it was either miles or norman talking about product uh that's a challenge a major challenge um you know it's uh available one day and then you go to place the order and it comes up as, as some items in your cart have changed which means, uh, nope, sorry, you don't need that Coca-Cola. You don't need that Dr. Pepper. You don't need those chips. You don't need <laughs> – um, so you scramble for <laughs> scramble for substitutes and pray that your customers are yep. not angry. Yep. Um, it, so, so but, uh,
1: Linda, if I said this to you, if I said – the, the the whole life in COVID has kind of taught you to think on your feet a little bit as far as replacing products or doing something different. Would that be a true statement?
8: Absolutely. Absolutely. Constant. It is a constant challenge and I enjoy that actually. Um, I don't enjoy that things aren't available, but I enjoy the challenge of finding something to put in its place that a is not going to price me out of the market and B that the customer not going to go, Ew! Why would you put that in that thing? You know. <laughs> so yep,
5: totally. That,
13: that,
8: that's part of the fun is is that happy little balance of availability and um, profitability and uh, digestibility, I suppose. Perfect.
1: Absolutely. So, can I? I'm I'm going to ask a silly question, Linda. Did you did you say that your your business is a nuclear power plant?
8: It is a nuclear power plant, and I'm glowing with uh, well, that was for being is, uh,
1: is this the one that Mr. Burns runs, or or is it a different one?
8: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, but whoever he is, he's very bright.
1: <laughs> well, Linda, thank you for sharing, and uh, we're so glad you're here. Thank you so much for all you do
4: for us. Thank you.
11: Uh, thank you.
4: Thank you. All right, Matt. Matt Nemmers. Forgive me if I butcher it.
11: No, you got it right. Um, I'm actually a BEP counselor with the Iowa Department for the Blind. Well, oh, wonderful, Thank you for joining there. us. So, definitely not my first time around vending machines, though. Kind of grew up around them and saw them even as a kid.
1: Sure. How how long have you worked for the for the Department of Iowa? Uh,
11: I've been working with the department now for three years, a little over three years. Okay. And started started as a VR teacher. Uh, moved on to be activities coordinator and now BEP counselor. Okay. Well, great. So
1: give me just a little snippet of a taste of what COVID has done in Iowa to your businesses.
11: Oh my gosh. Um, You know, a lot of our state agencies are open and running, but of course we've got people working from home. Mm -hmm. Um, It's nice to be able to work with the vendors and keep them going, but I'm really looking forward to that one day when hopefully we can get everybody back into office buildings.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah,
2: absolutely. Well, great. Well, well,
11: thank you so much for joining us. Dan, did you have something you wanted to add?
2: No, I'll I just, um, you know, you mentioned you were into vending, round vending machines uh, from childhood. And so you've you seen the evolution of vending machines over the years. Um, what is your impression of where we are today versus what we were you know as a child
11: well i tell you the fact that we can do telemetry readings from any distance is a huge improvement over not knowing what you're going to find in a, a route site and having to carry everything along in the cargo van just to get it all set and packed up um out of all of it though i really kind of missed the the old soup can machines that had the pole levers
2: <laughs> oh yeah, well, yeah oh yes <laughs> yeah that word.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Well, Matt, thank you for joining us. Uh, Thank you for taking the time to check us out here uh, with Sagebrush. And I don't even have to ask you about your experience in Iowa. I'm not going to ask you the Minnesota question because I know you know (laughs) 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 we're going through with the weather. So I'll I'll
11: probably have to have you ask it again again, just because there's uh, frost coming out my ears. Right.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, and this is artists, and I knew Sylvester and Mark very well. So, uh,
11: artist, I remember you from when I was about knee high to nothing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, well, thanks for coming and joining us.
4: Yes, glad to be here. Thank you. All right, we have phone number area
19: code four eight zero. This is Mike Feeney, and four eight zero is the East Valley of Phoenix. I'm I'm in uh, Chandler, Arizona, oh, and I've been a. Vendor- for about. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, I, I, I'm just already thinking of some questions for you
1: when yeah. you said Arizona, but please, please tell us. It, how- it's,
19: it's been a little chilly lately, but when I say chilly, I think um, <laughs> we're in our winter in the upper 60s. i I'm yeah. imagine that's one of the questions. I'll answer them when I get asked. But uh, yes. I've been a vendor since 2004, 17 years. Currently, I run a uh, well, I hadn't been in it currently, but I run a state prison and state prisons have closed all their visitation. Some of the state prisons have allowed some uh, admin machines to be filled and other prisons don't. It depends on the complex wardens and so forth. So my uh, we were able to clear out the. The cold food the first week. And I we went out on, filled everything on March the 12th. And then at six, seven o'clock on March 13th, they said we're not having visitation. So uh, when we were on the way to the prison, we pulled air, all our cold food out, which was we had to make two trips um, because it wouldn't all fit. And the remainder of that food sat in my the prison i handle until mid-january late january and i got that all pulled out it filled my truck completely and i inventoried it out but that sat there for 10 months so i've not been in business for 11 months almost to the day at this point so it's been really hard on our state vendors um and the rest of us have most of us have dropped quite a bit because you know obviously state and county and city buildings but state of Arizona they're pushing for work from home less probably everywhere so right yeah that's um, where I am sure
1: sure so you're you your business is in a state prison right correct okay I'm also in a state prison here in Minnesota actually I'm in three of them um So are you on the cell blocks with the inmates or do you strictly service the machines on the outside for the guards and administration?
19: No. So we, there are two units we have to go through actually three, I guess, three that we go through in maybe not through the cell blocks, but through the hallways to get to the admin areas in some of the other machine in, in two of my, two of my units, so my prison has five units and the the big sellers, 95% of my sales are visitation and yep. 5% are the admin areas. So two of those units are level five, which is maximum security death mm-hmm. death row and so forth. Those we have to go through to get to the admin machine areas. The other three units that are the bigger sellers are level threes and doors that we go in one door we we go into two visitation rooms and have a hallway that connects through to both of those visitation rooms or the sally ports that has the admin machines in it so okay. we we don't re, we do have to go through some of the, the block areas but not necessarily through the living areas sure sure
1: so you're probably dealing with cash more than you are Uh, we call it script or anything
19: else quarters. Yes. I understand in Minnesota y'all get, have a script system. Um, And um, I don't know what Callie's last name is, but she used to run a one of the. Yep. Yep. I know Callie very well. Mm -hmm. So I, I deal with her mother and her mother actually took over two of the facilities that I have left. Um, But the, we in, in the, Prison. The visitors can only use quarters, so I go through. Uh, I have to use a tremendous, you know, go through a lot of quarters. Yeah, it's ruined a pair of shocks or two out of my truck. Oh, I can believe it. My my back feels for you. That's that's the heaviest work there is.
1: I think it's just lugging around quarters that can be not fun. So, well, thank you for joining us. I appreciate it, and I, I love to hear stories from Arizona and. Uh, you already you already nailed my Minnesota question, so thanks for coming. We
19: uh, <laughs> and, love you. and thanks for having the 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 online sagebrush. I've I've usually been out skiing when y'all are in Las Vegas. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> well,
1: we we don't know from this year what will happen with online, but here we are. We're forced to do it, and it, it's actually been a joy. It's something very different, but uh, yeah, we're thrilled to have you. Thank you for joining us. Thank you.
4: Okay. All right. And there's, oh, we have, as soon as that happens, you get all these people coming up. That's all right. Folks, be patient. We
1: will get to you. And thank you for being brave and coming on. We, we try not to beat you up too badly. So it's,
4: we're, we're glad you're I am gonna. I'm going to put something out to the room, though. If you are logged in as something other than a phone number or your actual name, uh, that I will not call on you. So uh, you need to go into your settings and rename yourself. Um, So that's just that's for uh, safety and precautions uh, so that we kind of have an idea of who you are. Telephone numbers are safe because uh, uh, I can rename those. So please, uh, I would ask you to do that. Let's see who we have. Okay, we have Edward and I'm not even going to attempt the last name. (laughs) Starts with an R yeah this is edward hi edward you're allowed to talk thank you hey, welcome tell us thank tell you us, very much yeah tell us
1: your full name and where you're from and tell us a little bit about your business if you
20: have one okay my name is edward robbins and i'm in montana so uh, i'm acquainted with the cold weather we just had 28 below last night not not last night night before last okay we only got down to 11 below last night we we've got a warming trend we were up to zero today Woo! <laughs> heading for in the mid twenties, uh, this week, uh, officially I'm, I'm not a vendor. I'm the retired. I, I just retired. Uh, well, as of January 31st, but officially as of about six hours ago.
1: Oh, well, congratulations so, on retirement.
20: We met with the board and, and, uh, my retirement was accepted and, and the new uh, CEO and, and president of the board has taken over, uh, who happens to be a vendor. Uh, and she's uh, working to get a, a person to take over her route in Helena, Montana but I've been with the program for about uh, uh, about 18 18 years. I started out as the accountant and then uh, took over as CEO about 11 years ago 10 years ago and uh, got to the point where I I just felt I was way past retirement age I wanted to retire so we, we worked it out. I I really enjoy the uh, vending program. I've been attending the Sagebrush Conference for years. Uh, the main reason is because uh, I used to live down in Las Vegas, and uh, so I enjoy <laughs> going back every once in a while. I, I told my wife today, that says they've announced that um, the Sagebrush Conference is on for uh, Las Vegas for next year. She says, we'll see if you can go. <laughs> <laughs> well, wonderful.
1: Well, thanks for joining us. Thanks for your years of uh, checking us out with Sagebrush. And uh, we're looking forward to hearing more from you as well. And, and congratulations on your retirement.
20: Well, thank you very much. I think it's thank a great program. All right. Artists.
3: Yes. <clears throat> well, I was a vendor for over 20 years. I started in South Dakota um, a year after I lost my sight, and I was there for six years. And then I. Moved to Iowa again. I grew up in Iowa, which is only uh, about thirty miles from thirty miles from uh, Sioux Falls, so that's why I, I went to Sioux Falls. But I uh, was a vendor in Iowa then for about um, twenty years, and uh, decided to move to California because I met this guy. And I didn't want to start from scratch by moving, so I just changed businesses. And so now I work with entrepreneurs and do business coaching, and writing. And of course, I've still been re- remained active with RSBA because I think the Randolph Shepherd program is a great program, and it paid for my education to get my master's, and uh, paid me for helping my kids get to college, etc. So uh, it was a, a great thing, and my. Uh, husband is right beside me so i'll let him introduce himself here what a a pleasure
1: kevin hello hey scott how you doing i'm doing well good to hear from you as well
0: yeah i'm the i'm the guy who took her away from vending and i'm part of the program because i married one And I uh, hope you guys back there are doing okay. I just, the, the map of the United States looks like a grateful dead t-shirt with all the red, yellow, green, and purple <laughs> colors they have. <laughs> it's it it reminds
1: us that we are from, uh, states that are cold and, uh, it, you know, until this last two weeks, it's been quite amazingly warm. So now, now we get remembered. We get to remember why, uh, we live here in minnesota or don't want to live here in minnesota anymore
0: <laughs> well somebody said it'd be up to 20 degrees that sounds almost like t-shirt weather after this yeah absolutely <laughs> absolutely. good to hear from you kevin yeah yeah same i'll be out i'll be here t- all week uh even this is my office so i'll be able to listen into all this <laughs> all right great There's i'll be looking,
1: for you to, be looking for you to answer some trivia questions too kevin i got some music stuff <laughs> So. <laughs> no.
3: yeah he's better at that than i am
1: <laughs> <laughs> well thank you and artist thank you for all the things you do for rsva we, we would be so lost without you um <laughs> you, you, you do some amazing things and it's always such a pleasure to work with you so um it, it's just it's always great to hear from you and it's it's so fun to see you but uh this will do for us for this year
3: <laughs> thanks
4: yep area code 301 if you could unmute please star six
5: All right. who area do we
4: code, have area code 301 you've been sent something on your screen stating that that uh, you're being asked to unmute last three of your phone numbers 379 area code 301 uh, don't be shy we don't we don't fight. We we want
1: to hear who you are
9: hello Scott yes this is George Abbott from Maryland.
1: Oh, hi, well, hi George. Hi George. And
3: uh, hi, how y'all doing? Good. And I've been kicking around for a long time since about 1961. So <laughs> I'm still in the, still a licensed vendor on a military contract at the Andrews Air Force Base. So it's good to be here and good to hear everybody on the phone. Yes. And so- I'm still vice chair <laughs> of the elected committee in Maryland. Okay.
1: Excellent. Excellent. So uh, did you say you started in 1961? Yes. Were you three years old at that point or what?
3: <laughs> <laughs> no, sure one. <wasn't>. I just <laughs> turned 80 my birthday.
1: Well, we're thrilled to have you here. I, I, I hope that I can catch up with you. I'd love to hear what life is like in Maryland. And uh, yeah, it, it, thank you for coming. And uh, um, yeah. All
4: right. Thank you, George.
2: George is one of the founders of RSVA. He's one of the, I, I believe he's a past president as well. Oh,
3: okay. Yes. That's what I was just going to say. He's one of our past presidents. Okay.
1: Well, George, thank you. Thank you for your service to RSBA and making it happen for people like me who came along later on and got to find a nice place to, to, uh, settle in and have some fun with these folks.
4: Okay, Uh, we have we have someone with a Gmail They're They're coming in under a Gmail account name. I've asked you to unmute if you could please identify yourself, who you are.
5: Can you
8: hear me? Yes. Yes. Okay. Hi. My name is John Deca Giorgio.
4: I'm uh, in Columbus, Ohio. I'm from Montreal, Canada. So this cold is nothing for me. (laughs) Uh, And I actually lived on Hennepin Avenue for a year and a half as well really yeah Wow. okay cool so yes um i've been a vendor for six years in columbus i do i have like a 10 building route basically and everything is all government building so i'm like down to 25 Mm percent and uh what i want to do in the long term is actually move to a warmer our family would like to move to a warmer state so i'm trying to get information on some of the uh bp programs around the country
1: yeah. Uh, well, I'm going to give you my phone number. And if you find a place to land, give me a call. I need to go
4: there too.
8: <laughs> uh,
1: so do you primarily do vending machines in, in your buildings?
8: Yeah. You do. It's all okay. vending machines right now.
1: Okay. Well, great. Well, thank you for joining us. And uh, uh, yeah, we, we love having you and uh, thanks a lot. Thanks. Yep.
4: Well, thanks, John. All right. It's time for that phrase that pays. The board is clear
1: wow well great <clears throat> great
6: so um hi can i interrupt for a sec and karen go ahead please i would love to hear dan in your introductions
2: oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, i'll start it off, scott and you can top you know yours is much more interesting uh you know i'm, I'm dan simple i've been in the program uh, 21 years. I retired 18 months ago from the vending. I was born and raised in a farm implement dealership. My dad was a, a welder and a blacksmith, and he had an uh, international harvester farm implement dealership. And so I was sweeping floors in the shop, uh, you know, when I was big enough to walk. And I started working in a truck shop when I was 14. And washing trucks, then later became a diesel mechanic and a truck tire fell on me, crushed my back. And so after a back surgery, I couldn't handle the heads off of a diesel engine back at that time. So I moved on to auto, automobiles you know, as an automobile auto mechanic. And then I became a service manager in a service center. And that led to... Uh, an opportunity for the state of Wisconsin where they uh, wanted um, someone to investigate uh, white collar crime. And since I had been involved in business uh, of various types over the years and, and, and I, you know through college and stuff that I um, you know, worked for the state of Wisconsin for t- 21 years as well. And with retinitis pigmentosa, it's a degenerative disease. Um, I got to the point where my degenerated, where I could no longer read um, standard print or anything. So it was difficult to get up on a witness stand when you're prosecuting the CEO of um, General Motors, Ford, or Firestone Tire Company. Uh, so uh, I backed down and be- became a, uh, a white collar consultant for a state. And, a, and technology wasn't then what it is today. And it still involved a lot of reading and had to have a reader and this and that. And then the opportunity came about for the vending program. Actually, they offered to me when I got out of high school. I said, No, I got good usable vision. I can go so into college. When I got out of college, they said the vending program still available. And then when I retired from the state, I thought, Well, third time, three strikes and you're out. So I took it. Then it's actually the best. I've enjoyed every career I, uh, option I've taken, but the uh, uh, Randolph Shepard program was the best. And because I, I always did really down deep down want to own my own business, but having a family, uh, I got three daughters. My wife and I got three daughters, and you know, investing in a small business—you know, ninety percent of them fail within the first two years. Didn't want to take a risk and not be able to support my family. And the vending program allowed me to basically manage, own and manage your business without um, uh, a lot of risk, financial risk uh, to exposing your family to. And so I did that for 21 years and it was just phenomenal. Uh, you know, but got the three daughters and the uh, program helped me get enough income to get them through college. My oldest one graduated with a master's degree, Summa Cum Laude, which uh, and my other daughters are uh, straight A's. Just makes you proud when you can have a program stand behind you like the Randolph Shepherd Program has and turn the uh, salt into successes. Uh, in my mind, so thank you.
1: Well, Dan, we appreciate having you around, even though that you're a cheesehead. We still, we still think <laughs> we're. <yeah. laughs>
4: We do have a couple more hands at this oh, point. Oh,
1: fantastic. Who else, who else do we have up here? I'd love to
4: hear some okay. more stories of folks. Area code 515, and the last three is 361. All right. Who do we have with us?
21: Hey there. This is Kevin Slayton from Des Moines, Iowa.
1: Well, Kevin. Uh, Hi,
5: welcome. Kevin.
21: Hello, everyone. Um, I guess I'll give a brief history. Um, I started in the uh, Randolph Shepherd program with a cafeteria back in 1991 and uh, moved on to uh, vending in 93 and um, built up to about 80 machine route. And then uh, back in 2016, I transitioned over to uh, a newly built rest stop north of Des Moines here and have been doing that since.
1: Okay. So, How many pieces of equipment do you have at your rest
21: stop? Uh, I've got a dozen. A dozen. Oh. Well,
1: wow, that's quite a change yep. from 80 to a dozen, but I imagine that's probably a pretty busy place, or at least it was.
21: Yeah, and uh, I, I'll tell you, I do not miss the snowbanks. I do not miss <laughs> crawling over those. <laughs> So, <laughs> uh, so that that was the part I hated the worst was was uh, driving around in the van and 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 trying to find places to climb over during the winter. Um, yeah. So, so. Well, great. Anyway, well, an artist knows me, so artist artist has probably known me since I was probably about uh, twelve inches long. I I would guess. So. <laughs> uh,
3: oh yeah. Good friends of your parents, so, definitely.
21: So, anyway. Well, but anyway, great. just greetings, and I uh, figured yeah. I'd chime out for another Midwest person, so.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate <laughs> having you here, and, and thank you so much for joining us.
4: You betcha. Thanks.
1: I know he's Midwestern. You, you betcha got in there. I, that's my line. <laughs>
4: All right, we have David. <laughs> All right, David, hello. David Myers, you, have, you should have something on your screen. This is the host is asking you to unmute. David, yeah, are you a,
5: with
4: Alt A on your computer? Command Shift A if you're on a Mac, if you're on your smartphone, there's the lower left hand corner of the screen. There's a mute toggle button. So it should say unmute at this point, or there's a big white box in the middle of your screen that says the, the host is ac- asking you to unmute and you want to choose that option, not stay muted. Okay. All right. Well David we'll come is back the, Dave. Yeah, yeah we'll come back see.
1: to you, Dave. Keep trying and we'll we'll uh, put you through the cycle again here.
4: That's it. So we're just waiting on, on him or we can Scott, yep. you could take we'll, over.
1: Yeah, we'll we'll give him another we'll give him another minute here. Dave, have you had any luck uh joining us? Otherwise I'm gonna start asking some trivia questions.
3: Yeah, I thought I heard something in the background there. So Maybe his volume
4: is just not, I don't know. Sometimes I get a little screen reader bleed over.
3: Oh, okay.
4: <laughs> sure. Well,
1: Dave, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll check back with you in a little bit here. I'm, I'm going to start with a, uh, with my favorite trivia question. And, uh, it's about music and, uh, so if we have somebody who knows the answer to this and they want to raise their hand, fantastic. But uh, the, the question is, are people familiar with um, Gordon Lightfoot? Uh, the The song is the the Edmund Fitzgerald, and that's the ship that went down in Lake Superior. And uh, so there, there was a song about it. And in the song, it talks about how many people went down with that ship. So, does anybody want to take a shot at how many people went down with the Edmund Fitzgerald? You think about the song he sings it in the song. Karen, you want to guess?
4: If oh, artist raised her hand.
3: Oh, artist. Okay. Um, actually, my husband told me it's twenty nine. Perfect. That's it. Congratulations.
1: <laughs>
6: I that have to give
3: th-
1: him the credit. <laughs> that's a that's a stumper. It usually kind of leaves people going, man, I've heard that in that song, but I don't remember how many people it was. <laughs> All
4: right, I think we got I think we got David unmuted.
1: Oh, fantastic. David, are you with us?
4: It says you're unmuted on my board. All right. All right, well, uh, let's move on to another trivia question that I'm guessing. Yes, well, I
1: have a number of songs on my phone here. And uh, with the songs, I'm going to tell you who the artist is and then the title of the song, but it's missing a word in the title. So you have to fill that in. And I know Karen was pretty anxious about trying. So can we have Karen come Karen, you want to try the first song? The first song? It's pretty easy. I'm sorry.
6: I had to unmute. Yes, sure.
1: Okay, here we go. So the group is the police. Okay. And the song is Every Blank You Take. Can you fill in the blank? I think so. Breath. Hey, there we go. All right. See, folks, this is not that hard. (laughs) So uh, the next group is Taylor's or the next person is Taylor Swift. So Taylor Swift fans, anybody want to take a shot
4: at this? Raise your hand. I'd say give the question and then they'll raise their hands if they know. Okay, we'll do that. Yep. You Blank With Me. Oh, boy.
1: That's loaded. Oh, that is. <laughs> you Blank With Me by Taylor Swift.
12: If it's from Taylor Swift, it's about breaking up. with
1: Yes. It is about breaking up with somebody. But I need, oh. the, I need the word that's missing in the blank here.
8: No Taylor Swift
1: fans in this group? I Put raised my know. hand,
8: but it's <laughs> fake. Oh,
1: okay. Go ahead. What's yep, your guess? Linda.
8: Linda, this is Lynn. It's uh, belong.
1: That is correct. Thank you, Linda. You're you welcome. sticker Swift fan. <laughs>
8: okay, no, my, I, my daughter wore me out with it. So,
1: <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the next person is Eminem, and the title is <laughs> "Blank Yourself." <laughs> <laughs> Anybody mm-hmm. want to take a shot at it? I know <laughs> it's, this is a g-rated show folks so <laughs> let's not get dirty oh we got one
4: okay we got one we got Matt Matt can you fill in the blank
11: the blank would be lose yourself
1: that is correct thank you Matt that's fantastic <laughs> We got an Eminem fan. I can't believe it. All
11: right, He's doing my part.
1: Yeah, fantastic. All right. So the next person is one of my favorites, Phil Collins. There's got to be some Phil Collins fans in the group. Uh, and the title is "Another Day in Blank." Uh, I'll answer the Acres. Go ahead. What is it? I think it's Paradise. That is correct, boy. We got it. We got a music trivia person here.
6: That's
5: good.
8: That's <laughs> I have good. my hand raised. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, you raised my hand. It's not letting Rick know I'm raising my hand. So
4: I, I can see. Your, I can see you raising it. I just have to jump between lists, and sometimes that's that's a little bit of a tabby kind of a thing. I got takes me a, a second or two. So
8: sorry. I didn't. I didn't know how it shows up on your screen or if it would, because I am. You know, one of those lowly landline people, so. Uh,
4: no, you because you, I renamed you, so you show up just fine. You show up as a name. All right. Okay. So, here we go to the next one.
1: I know we have a lot of Nirvana fans in the group. Nirvana. Uh, smells like blank spirit.
8: I got that one. I'll also do that one if nobody gets it.
1: I, let's let's uh, let Rick take a shot at this it's one.
12: Rick, teen spirit.
1: That is correct. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How about Metallica? Any Metallica fans?
5: Oh, yeah. be me
1: out. Enter blank. Uh, I I, got, I know that
4: one. I know I know that one, but I just need to let's see.
12: So I'm gonna do it. <laughs> sleep. I don't
8: yeah. see it. Um, actually, a um, song by the with similar title from the Andrews Sisters back in the '40s, I think.
12: <laughs> <You're> right <laughs> <on>.
5: Metallica
12: <laughs> and the Andrews Sisters, hey, that'd that'd be great. It's a great duet. That would be. That would be uh,
4: yes. That would be. Could good. be entertaining. Yeah, uh, be. Trevor.
16: All right, And this one I actually saw um, uh, the Zach Brown band did it as an encore at a concert. Really? Inner Sandman. And they actually did an
12: amazing job.
1: Wow. That is the correct answer. Super. Well, thank you.
12: Thank you. I guess I was right when I said sleep. Huh? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jewel is the next one. Jewel? Jewel.
12: Oh, she's one of my...
1: Oh, is she? Okay. Yeah, she's great. All right. From From so... Canada. Oh, <laughs> who will save your blank? <laughs> remember, G-rated show. <laughs> who will save your blank? I From think Joel. I know it. Okay, is it Soul? It is Soul. That is correct. All right. Yeah. So, Guns yeah. and Roses. Anybody know Guns and Roses? Oh, Gunners. Yeah, GNR. Yeah,
5: yeah,
1: sweet blank of mine, child. That is correct. <laughs> Too easy, huh? Too easy. Yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah. Well, I can't make them all hard. I, Bonnie, Bonnie Tyler, total Ooh. blank of the heart.
4: Oh, got some hands jumped up. <laughs>
6: I got it. If no other hands are up, but you should call
4: him, uh, John. John. John is filled on mute. What's the answer, John? Can you hear me? Yep. Yes, yes, you can.
1: All right.
2: Sorry, Eclipse.
1: Eclipse is correct. All right. Great job. Falco. Everybody's familiar with Falco, right? Rock me blank. <laughs> I love this tune. I don't know why, but I do. I, I know it if nobody else does. Somebody else must know it. Rockney Blank, okay. Falco, 1980s.
4: Okay. We're all making uh, our heads for this. Some, got some oh, yes.
5: <laughs> you got it.
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Do we have a guess? Karen, what is the answer? Oh. Amadeus. 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 Yes. Rock Me Amadeus. <laughs> no, we'll be humming that one tonight when we go to bed. <laughs> <laughs>
16: Well, we sat on the Simpsons, though.
1: (laughs) Beyonce. Any Beyonce fans? Now, this one is a little tricky, but here we go. Blank, ladies. Put a ring on it. (laughs) Single. Single is correct. (laughs)
5: Yes.
1: (laughs) I can hear that song in my head right now. Oh, Mm. Public Enemy. There is a good one. Public Enemy. Mm. Uh, Fight the Blank.
4: Okay, I'm I'm seeing I'm seeing hands from other from other questions that I haven't got a chance to lower yet. So, oh, okay. uh, got artist, artist, sorry, artist. Okay, how about Miles?
3: Uh, yeah, I didn't I didn't raise my hand for that one. So, <laughs> okay,
1: <laughs> you're not a Public Enemy fan. Come on, artist. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, my husband might be, but he didn't hear the question. <laughs> oh,
20: okay, okay,
10: Miles. Miles, what no. is it? No, I, I don't know that one. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Enemy. public enemy. Public enemy.
1: Fight the blank. Rick, do you know this one? Nope.
12: nope.
1: What?
4: Oh my goodness. Uh, my, it says Miles raised his hand. Okay, <laughs> Miles. I
10: I just dis- disregard, I'm trying to put my hand down.
4: <laughs> I'm I'm taking I'm taking care of that. Let me let me work that. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. okay. Yep.
10: Have I honestly stumped
19: everyone?
6: I even I don't know it. Really? <laughs> yeah. Fight the power. Fight the power.
0: Oh, yeah. my
1: <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Robert Palmer. Okay. Robert Palmer, oh, Robert addicted Paul. to blank.
12: Love.
1: That is correct.
12: That was one of the most sexist videos. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was pretty, pretty, uh, yeah, it was definitely something else.
5: Yeah, yeah, wrong, right? <laughs> yeah, wrong,
1: okay, Dan, Sipple Here's one for you, my friend. I know how much you love to do music trivia. Shania Twain. I saved the Sh- country one for you. <laughs>
4: okay. You don't blank me much. What
1: was that again? You don't blank me much. <laughs> <laughs>
4: I'm not sure if this is. I'm not sure if this is someone from the from currently, but there's a phone number. Forty
19: uh, four eight zero. Okay.
4: From Go the ahead. last one,
19: you can undo. You can take me down. All That's right. Mike. Sorry Bean. about that. Sorry about that.
1: I'm I'm it. Dan, Have I got you stumped? Yes, you do. <laughs> wow. Okay. Anybody else want to take a shot at Shania Twain? Shania oh, yeah. Twain. Come on. I
4: Okay, I've got, I've got Trevor,
1: okay, Trevor,
16: tell right. me, man.
1: what's what's you the answer
16: impress me much,
1: you don't impress me much. There we go. <laughs> All right. Very good. We'll do one or two more here. Uh, Martha and the Vondels. We'll, we'll go way back here. Yeah. Dancing in the blank in the street. That is correct. All right. We'll do one more here. Uh hmm. Oh. How about the bangles? Everybody remember the bangles? Oh yeah. Walk like an yeah. I got this one. Yeah, that's easy. Go for it.
12: Susanna
1: Egyptian. I oh, want to take your video on. I'd want to see the move too. <laughs>
6: I, uh-uh, no way. I wanted to see Belinda Carlisle when I was young. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Their lead singer was
12: Susanna Huff, her
4: name was. Yes. hmm
12: Yeah. And, uh, she was. She was.
4: <laughs> she had those eyes. Yeah. yeah. she was. She was. Still is.
1: Okay, so I, I went on to Minnesota Public Radio and part of National Public Radio, and I think they call it the Sunday Puzzle. Is anybody familiar with the Sunday Puzzle? They play it every Sunday afternoon, and they have a gentleman come on, and he uh, – brings a different puzzle for people to solve every week. And I do have one. If you want to take a shot at it, it's, uh, uh, anonym, I believe, I think that's how you say this. Um, so in this one, he gave us a word and well, it's two words. So in these two words, there's two other words. You're going to end up with one extra letter, but if anybody'd like to try this, um, I'll tell you what the words are. The words are Buenos Aires, B-U-E-N-O-S-A-I-R-E-S. Does anybody want to take a shot at what words could be in that? those two words? And here's the hint. The hint is if you were an employee or you as an employer in your business, come to the end of the year and people might be looking at these things from you. Oh, bonus. Bonus. That is correct. That's one of them. There's another word in there as well. And a raise. Raise. Hey, hey. <laughs> you got it. Very good. Actually, there's
12: no O. Oh, yeah, 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 there, is. yeah there is. Yes, there, is. Yeah,
1: yeah, there, there is. is. yeah, there is. Yep, yep. So, okay, so this one's kind of interesting. Um, so <clears throat> this one is someone who's very current in the news. Um, I'll give you a bigger hint someone that Joe Biden has added to his uh, cabinet. I mean,
12: no, it's not very Donald.
1: important figure.
12: know, I mean, it's not
1: Donald So no. once you get the person's <laughs> name, you, you tell me the person's last name and the first letter of their first name. And what are we gonna get? Does that make sense? And if it's too tough, I'll even tell you the person's name that's on the cabinet. <laughs> so the person that's on the cabinet is Anthony Blinken so give me the person's last name and only the first letter of their first name, and who do we get? Kevin says, Brodovich
3: a P. Says what? <laughs> Pete is what Kevin oh,
1: said. Good guess, but not the one I'm looking for. Nope. Anthony Blinken. So take that first letter of his first name and Blinken, and tell me what you're going to get. A A Blinken. Abe Lincoln. There you go. On President's Day. How about that? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, So I've got some more anonyms. Um, I'm going to give you a sample of how this goes. So in these synonyms, there's four or five letter words. So you're going to use those words and reorganize them to fit in the sentence. So... The first sentence is, it says, sing of the items, okay? But that's not what we're looking for. We're looking to rearrange those things and remember of the is still there, blank of the blank. So the answer would be sign of the times because you rearrange those letters in those words. Does that make sense to everybody? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> these are hard, these are hard. These are gonna make you think, okay. So the first one is taste of the rat. When you convert that, what should it be? Taste of the rat, which is not right. You know that's not right. So work on that rat word for sure. If you turn the letters around in that, what, what could you make? Yep, you're, you're on it. So your statement would be state of the art. Does that make sense? Yeah, that
4: makes, that makes Oh, sense. hang on, we got Trevor... Okay. Oh, they raised Trevor, raised and then lowered his hand. Okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Rick's here to bail me out.
10: (laughs) 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 Taking care of business. Who knows what this is? Taking
1: care of business. What's the song? Taking care of business
9: every day Taking care of business every way Taking care of business It's all mine Taking care of business working over
1: That is not correct. Oh, man.
12: Oh. Oops. <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else? Nice try. Oh, my goodness. Nobody knows?
4: Uh, we got error code 615 again. Got to be yeah, somebody from my you generation. should
21: be a lot to unmute. BTO. There you BTO. go. BTO. Fantastic.
1: And uh, So can you tell me uh, what the name of the song is and where the group is from?
13: I know it's taking care of business. Buckman Turner Overdrive. Yep.
0: I don't know where they're from. Canada. I'll I'll
13: give you a hint.
1: They're fairly close to where I am right now.
0: (coughs) Uh,
13: Canada.
1: Well, yeah. Canada. They are from Canada. What part of Canada? Montreal? Nope. Quebec? Nope. Oh, I don't know. Okay, well, great guesses. Don't get me wrong, those are great guesses. So, um
3: Kevin anybody else said Winnipeg. That?
1: Winnipeg, Manitoba. That is correct. Yep, they're just mm. over the border from me here. Yep. All right. Well, folks, I'm kind of running out of uh stuff on my list here is uh anybody have anything else they'd like to share or talk about?
6: What. The- favorite song when they're working?
1: That's a great question. I'm I'm kind of partial to lover boy uh, working for the weekend. That's a good one.
6: No, so we all know I'm a huge rush fan. So we'
4: no, I, yeah, I think we know I think we know what Karen's is. <laughs> Which I'm right right I'm right there with her. All right, let's see. We got a hand or two. All right. Okay. And again, it's Trevor. Go ahead, Trevor.
16: You know, I, I especially because I live in Portland, Oregon, and it, it rains quite a bit. For some reason, the song reminds me of rain a little bit is uh, Van Halen's jump. Ooh, I like that.
5: It does.
1: Uh, does anybody else have a song they want to share? Nobody better say Johnny Paycheck.
4: <laughs>
16: <laughs> um, that's that would be
4: funny. So he sings that song too. I know we've got somebody,
6: <laughs> we got all these music fans, guys. What do you like to work to? <clears throat>
4: Artist,
1: yeah, Country song you like to listen to when you're working? Johnny Cash, Ring of Fire.
4: <laughs> Artist has her hand up.
3: All right. Um, I don't know. I just like music in the background. I'm not too fussy. <laughs> Except so I don't like uh, rap? <laughs> don't like rap. But other than that, I like music in the background. <laughs>
8: I have. I'm I got one for working. That's ACDC's Dirty Deeds. <laughs> <laughs> "Dirty Deeds."
5: Oh no!
8: Followed by "Thunder" and um, hi, uh, what is it? Uh, uh, oh crap! I just forgot the name of it. Oh well. Anyway, anything <laughs> <NCAA laughs> ACDC?
1: Well, Bachman-Turner is one of my favorite groups. Taking Care of Business has been one of my favorite songs for a long time.
6: So how about all of us that that work in prisons, a little ACDC and back in black. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. I
8: guess for the nuclear plan, it would have to be that 80s song, um, what was it? My future's so bright. I, ha- I, I, I have, have to, to wear, wear shade. Shade.
5: Yes,
1: <laughs> that's right. <laughs> it's that certain glow you have about you, Linda. <laughs>
8: uh, that's it. I say I'm luminescent. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
13: that's good. <laughs> I would. I would have
6: to think for our Florida vendors. You know, something like "Walking on Sunshine" or something. Oh yeah,
1: there we go. Mm hmm. <laughs>
6: <laughs> Hawaii, we got to come up with one for Hawaii. Miles, you got to have a favorite song.
10: Over the <laughs> Rainbow.
6: Over the Rainbow. Hey,
10: yeah, oh, my, yeah, boy, yeah, my brother is.
1: I'm a little disappointed with this group. I was expecting uh, the Candyman can, but nobody threw that one out there.
5: <laughs>
8: <laughs> mm-hmm. What about Jank Faye Janky? Janky? <laughs>
6: I don't know that I've ever heard that song, "Junk Food Junkies." I got to hear that one. Oh, it is! It is a literal. It is a treat.
8: When I was in, it was either late elementary school, early junior high, I believe, um, in the seventies. Oh yeah. Who's saying that? You can, Ringing a bell with me? You don't know "Junk Food Junkie." No, I, I
6: don't
8: <laughs> oh my! Song, but I might age. Okay, well there we go. God,
6: um, I- I have to say this, you know, you and I thought we were music junkies. I think yep. Linda has a speed. She's, she's, uh,
8: she's Got pretty
5: cool. Okay. Yeah. My,
8: um, my background, um, my, I was brought up on country music. I absolutely hated it. So I rebelled. And, um, so I have listened to everything from hard rock to, um, Hip, you know, heavy metal, um, alternative, I raised a son, I raised a daughter, I know everything, hip-hop, hip hop, uh, rap, a little bit of jazz, um, a whole lot of information that is no good to anybody except when, when you all do these fun little games and I just want to answer all the questions, which is, that's why I put myself on mute. And luckily my son came by, so I I stopped participating. Um, but uh, yeah, I I am a I am a songaholic, and um, I know lyrics to just about anything.
1: So, well, the yeah. song Junk Foods Junkie was from
8: 1976, and okay, got, I would have been yep, 13 years gross. old, so yeah, you're
1: yeah, high. gross. Yep.
8: So, yeah, that was also about the same time as uh, Disco Duck came not long after that. And, uh, <laughs> yeah, there there was a whole lot of fun, little songs in there. Uh, Short People, that was also in there. Oh, yes. The two shortest guys in my class did a, uh, we had a, a seventh grade talent show. And um, the, the shorter of the two sat on top of the piano, and the other one acted like he was his trenchant. Trench- tranquil good lord, help me with the words. Tranquil tranquility. No. the, the like people wiser. who move in their mouths.
1: Tranquilist.
8: Thank lord, you for ran- some reason I can't yeah. get words. Um, yeah. They <laughs> he acted like the order of the two of them was the the dummy. It was <laughs> hilarious, but.
6: Well, well, I know when we do a sagebrush, Scott, you got to do the music trivia again, and I want Linda at my table.
5: Yeah, <laughs> yes,
1: I, I will have four later. Oh, yes. Um, here's a good question. Tell me about the the best concert anyone ever saw in their life.
5: Mm.
8: Oh, oh, John Cougar, when he was John, well, John Mellencamp, when he was John Cougar. Yep. And he was opening for Heart. Really? Oh, yes. I was 16 years old. I was there. Then I saw him again when I was 36 years old, exactly 20 years later. And at that point, he was John Cougar Mellencamp. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, so, yeah. And um, followed by uh, Rod Stewart. Best concert. You know, one human concert. There was no real opening act. Um, He puts on a major concert. It is unreal.
4: Trevor's got his hand up and wants to share. All right, please go ahead. Shut up.
16: (laughs) Oh, sorry about that. Um, So yeah, uh, my first let's see, my favorite concert was when I got to see ELO in 2019. They came to Oregon, and um, it was my first date, my wife and Bethany, and we. She surprised me with the tickets actually because she mentioned she was taking her dad there. And then she came into the coffee shop one day and said, Hey, would you like to come? And I'm like, Yeah, I love yellow. So we uh got to go and they they did incredible. Um Danny Harrison, George Harrison's son, did the headliner, but mm. then yellow came on afterwards. And that it was a they did phenomenal. I mean, he just uh Jeff Lynn just sounds as every bit as good as he get on record so it was oh fun. he's
1: fun oh, <laughs> oh, oh oh that sounds fantastic the first concert i went to see uh never have forgotten it it was probably one of the best concerts uh 38 special and eddie money and i can't remember who opened for who but uh, i've been an eddie money fan all my life too i i i miss eddie that he was amazing
12: first concert i ever went to i was <laughs> in i was in eighth grade well
6: my First concert was Foreigner in 1984, nice. and it was my grandfather that actually took me for my birthday. <laughs> my favorite concert—I don't think anybody could guess what I would think is the best concert. Uh, let me guess. Let me guess. <laughs> um, oh, uh, uh, um oh, oh, Rush maybe? <laughs>
1: <laughs> the Up40
6: concert was just the best, and their last
1: yep
6: rick the best concert you ever
12: saw well the first one i ever went to was alice cooper cooper i was in eighth grade
3: while we're waiting for Uh, him i'll tell you uh, mine uh was
12: but but, but they were all getting up there it was a good concert
3: with um um some oldie but goldies like um al shannon and cannon and peggy lee and uh what's the guy who played the piano uh really good um Gosh, but it was it was like six different um, Jerry uh, different Lewis. ones. And the guy that sang the Red Ball, I don't know if you guys remember that song, but it was really good because it had some really top-notch singers, but of course they were all, you know, older by right then. So it was good. That's cool.
0: I can't think of it. There's one that was very, it stands out to me. It was, it was a benefit concert against uh, multiple sclerosis for Ronnie Lane, who used to be in The Faces. And I mean... You had Clapton Beck and Jimmy Page all there, along oh. with a bunch of people. It was for charity, and they all delivered. It was a good concert. Mm. Of course, poor Ronnie Lane didn't last much longer after that, but uh
1: used to help him. Mm. That sounds amazing. Anybody else have a first concert or a favorite concert they'd like to share about?
10: Uh, Eagles. Ooh. <laughs> They came to Hawaii three years ago. Mm. Wow. They're old, that, but they're still good. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> they are fun. I we prayed. have
4: we have area uh, code 615 again. And forgive me for not renaming you. Linda. Not- yeah, that fires.
13: Hey, uh, my favorite concert was a Moody Blues concert. I saw in Ooh.
16: 1992.
1: Ooh, that sounds fantastic.
16: Yeah, I like Ray Thomas playing that flute. He could really do it. Mm. One of
1: one of my other good memories of concerts, I saw Chicago. And, of course, oh, yeah. I don't remember what evolution they were in. I just remember all of a sudden the drummer came rising up out of the stage, and I'm like, oh, that is amazing.
5: <laughs>
0: hey, Scott? Yeah? I can think of another one. Uh, it was back in 89. I went to see The Grateful Dead. And, uh, somebody from your neck of the woods named bob dylan was the yeah. uh second act yeah he said it yeah he was the lead vocalist on their third set so it's mm. a good long concert and i said well seeing dylan
1: yeah sort of interesting yeah bob dylan sings like this <laughs> <laughs> Anybody else have any concerts uh, they'd
4: like to share? Yeah, we've got, We have the other, the other six six one five. A different uh, last.
18: Okay. Hi, this is Gary again. Hi. I, I saw some. I saw some great concerts when I was at MTSU, but probably one of my favorites, and I got to see him twice. Very charismatic, Elvis Presley.
5: Oh, really.
1: Oh, that's pretty cool.
18: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then, of course, I saw Chicago, too, not at MTSU, but um, other good MTSU concerts were Linda Ronstadt, Dan Hill, John Denver. You know, I did cut class to uh, get tickets to see Elvis, though.
5: (laughs) (laughs)
1: Great, those, those are some great memories there.
18: Absolutely.
4: Okay, and we got Edward
20: again. All right. Hello, can you hear me? Yes, we can. Tell tell me about your concert experience. Well, I'm I'm going back several years to when I was in high school. I went and saw Fred Waring and his Pennsylvanians. Oh. <laughs> That really dates myself. But uh, <laughs> outside of barbershop court concerts, I, that's uh, about the speed that I was at. So. Mm. <laughs> well, it sounds amazing. Living out here in the boons of Montana, we don't get that many concerts. There was an Eagle concert down in Billions, at least recently. But mm. I was interested in the Eagles at the time that time. Oh. So I enjoy their music, but uh, it was a five-hour drive. Yep. So we didn't mess with going there. Sure.
1: Well, the Eagles
6: have been around for a long time. A long time. I'll, I'll tell you a story about the Eagles. I got to see them in one of their last concerts right before Glenn Frey died. Hmm. That was a—that was awesome. I mean, it was like a month or two. It wasn't very long after that he died.
10: So I was thrilled
6: that I got to see them all.
10: But his son lives in, lives in Hawaii now and he performs with them. Oh, mm. his, his name is Deacon Fry. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <No>. uh.
10: <coughs> well, I don't
1: have too much more uh, to share with you folks. So maybe we'll call it a wrap from here. It has been a very fun experience. Um, it's been fun playing music trivia, and I, if I stumped you folks a little bit too much on the other uh, anagrams, I'm sorry. Those things are hard, but they're, they're kind of fun when you start figuring them out. So it has been a pleasure getting to know some of you and getting to hear some of your stories. And uh, definitely looking forward to tomorrow and the big show that we have planned. And uh, I am going to plug one thing before we go here. Um, I do have Chris Farrell coming on board tomorrow. And I'd be looking for questions uh, from you folks to ask about the economy. He covers all aspects of the economy. So uh, if there's a specific question you got in mind, please email me or text me. And my email is S is in Sam, V is in Victor, S is in Sam, Vend, V-E-N-D, at gmail.com. That'll get me. So, uh, with that, if anybody has anything else they'd like to add, great. Otherwise, I'm going to say it's it's a wrap. It's been a great day and uh, looking forward to uh,
6: a great day tomorrow. I just want to thank you, Scott, for such a great meet and greet. You're an awesome host. Well,
1: thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Scott. Absolutely. Uh, thank yeah. <clears throat> we will see all of you tomorrow.